Yo, 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 yo. Apologize for that. Uh, no sound. Wake your asses up. It's go time, man. Right here on the Coach JB Show, 6 to 9 a.m. Matt McChesney will join me in a minute. Break down tonight's football game, the barn burner between the fucking Panthers and the Falcons. Holy shit. Can Baker redeem himself or his career a bust, just like I said it was? Haven't I said it all along? We're going to see. Lakers are cooked. Lose again to the Clippers, the hated ones. And how the Packers got screwed. I can't wait to break that down. Plus, Kyrie Irving. I'm going to give you a chronological order of how he's fucked his team in the NBA and all the fans. Plus, so much more right here this morning, right here on the Coach AB Show. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Appreciate you guys all for joining. About to be a great day because it's a great day to have a great day. No more bitch-made cats in here today. Let's make it real. I'll see you guys on the other side. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Greg said, get with the times. I don't know what that means, Greg. What does that mean? I do shit my way, my time, on my time. <laughs> what does get with the times mean, Greg? I want to know. Greg be trying to throw some subtle shots in there, I noticed. I think Greg's a bitch-made cat troll. You know what I'm saying? He pays $1.99, but I think he's kind of a bitch-made cat. He just, he likes me so much and wants to be me so bad that he pays the $1.99 to get me to talk to him, which I'll do. That's why I made you guys. That's why I want you to be members. I want you to call in and stuff. He won't call in because he's a bitch-made cat, but he'll pay the $1.99 and take subtle shots in, in the chat. <laughs> the same with Bruce and all these other cats. It's comical. Comical to me. I'd be damned to pay a guy $1.99 to just listen to him and salivate over him watching him on TV. Holy shit. Greg said he'll pay $100 for our membership. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Clap it up. TikTok, what up? What up, what up, what up? We're about to get it cracking in here. We got a lot to talk about. First of all, I want to get you started with the quote of the day. Uh, on the ticker, never give up on something that you cannot go a day without thinking about. For Greg, JB is who he thinks about. So he never gives up. For me, I don't know. It's every day trying to get better. That's what I think about. What do you guys think about? Never give up on something you cannot go a day without thinking about. Great quote from a great philosopher, Coach JB. Um, poll question. Will you watch tonight's game? Will you watch tonight's game? Question is A. And yes or no, why or why not? Does the game matter? No. Is Amazon Prime shitty? Yes. So what makes you want to watch it if you want to watch it? Are you just a football fan, avid fan? What is it? Now, if you're not going to watch it, tell me why. Right here in the poll question, drop it in the comment section. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by CanadipsCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB. 
Also brought to you by the great betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off welcome bonus. Um, Curious to see. I'm curious to see. Are you going to watch the game tonight or not? I, I don't know if I'm going to. It's kind of not a very interesting one. But me and Matt are going to break down Baker Mayfield. Can he redeem his career or is he a bust like I said he was? We're going to get into all those things. But first, we got to get you contrary to belief. Contrary to belief. First of all, I'm trying to be nice this morning, but I'm probably going to be an asshole because of how all you were yesterday. A lot of you guys don't realize what that means right there, contrary to belief. A lot of you guys wake up in the morning. A lot of people say, I mean, you're on your period. You on this. You on that. No, I really wake up trying to be nice but yesterday you probably were such a fucking idiot that it made me be an asshole all day today <laughs> contrary to belief you probably don't realize that um so i'm just saying don't say you don't have time for me when you literally are responding to me by saying you don't have time for me contrary to belief that is an oxymoron shut the hell up leave go away if that's not what you want then don't even say nothing just leave the conversation and walk away leaving a cat on red you guys say on the social media world oh you left me on red (laughs) whatever the hell that means right pisses people off more than a response does so just leave them on red and get the hell up out of there. Silence speaks louder than words, brother. I'm going to be honest with you. Silence speaks a lot louder than words do. Um, people don't like that shit. People don't like that at all. I'm just telling you guys. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. They all hate that. I'm just telling you. Um, so make sure you realize that. I don't know if you do realize that or not. Um, but quit saying you don't have time for me. I don't have time to hear from you. You just told me you don't have time for me. Why? <laughs> uh, you're literally telling me right now. Uh, and contrary to belief, men who either still live with their mothers or cater to their mothers are pussies. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Like, protect your mother, love your mother, defend your mother, cater to your mother. No. We don't cater to her no more if you're a grown man. We don't live with her no more. She comes, lives with you. She comes over to your house. You have had to left the nest at some point. A lot of you don't understand the difference. A lot of you guys think catering to your mama and living with her is like big boy shit. <laughs> no. Go fucking read a book. You need to get out the house. You need to get away from your mama. Um, get off the titty. Jesus. I didn't say, hate your mama. That's what people are twisted. People will take this clip to put on Twitter tonight. Coach JB said, don't fuck with his mama. He don't do his mama. <laughs> you motherfuckers are crazy. Crazy, crazy talk. Uh, wake up. Good morning to everybody in here. Um, appreciate you guys. Bruce Helms said nothing was stack, nothing wrong with stacking his cheese. Bruce Helms is 45 years old, lives in the basement of his mama's house. 
He eats donuts, plays Call of Duty with Micah Parsons, Kyler Murray, uh, and all the NFL players that play Call of Duty. Uh, that's what that Bruce Helms does. He's 45 years old, stacking his cheese. He's waiting for that next big business move and venture. You know, 46 years old is, is the year for him, he thinks. Right now, 45, you know, he's just playing his cards. You know, he just got his GD. You know what I'm saying? Life is looking up, Bruce. Life is looking up, dog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, everybody in TikTok, what's going down? We're live here on YouTube. <clears throat> We're going to get after it this morning on this thirsty Thursday. Matt McChesney will join me in a minute. We're going to break down Baker Mayfield in this Carolina Panthers game tonight. Uh, versus the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to get after all that. I uh, got a lot to discuss, man. I'm going to show some uh, interesting uh, chronological time frames on Kyrie Irving. I'm going to show you why I think he's a bitch-made cat and why he shouldn't have apologized. I think he should have stuck by his convictions, stood by what he said, just like he did when he didn't take the shot. But I want to show you the sports world portion of Kyrie Irving, which he is. Because last time I checked, dog, if I was voting for him yesterday – or the day before, to be some type of politician, I wouldn't be watching him play basketball. So now we have either. Can't watch him play basketball, and we're not voting for him as a politician. So I'm curious as to why you like Kyrie. Please explain to me, because he could cross you over and take you to the rack? Well, I'm going to break down Kyrie Irving, and contrary to belief, why he's such a fucking shitbird. We're going to break those things down. Emmett Gooden in the house. Emmett, Emmett, Emmett. What up, boy? I love you. I love you. I ain't seen you in a minute. I hope you're all well. I hope the fam bam's well. I hope Thanksgiving goes well. And uh, hope you land somewhere next year. We got to get you somewhere. XFL, USFL, somewhere. Uh, I'll be in Dallas coaching in the Army All-American game in Dallas this December before Christmas for everyone and all my Texans down there. Uh, I'll be with Matt McChesney, Noel Mazzoni, Sean Salisbury. We're all coaching in the Army All-American game, by the way, along with Kevin Sumlin, a bunch of NFL and uh, Division One coaches. Uh, I got to get to uh, got to get to a lot of different things, a lot of different things. Um, Coach Ruble, I see you got an interview. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm actually uh, doing interview clinics. I got a coach coming on today. I got two tonight and two tomorrow before I get out of town. I'll be headed to Las Vegas, Nevada tomorrow morning right after the show to hang with my main man, Pat Perez. Uh, we're going to be at the, the Raiders game. Uh, we'll be in a little sweet box, so I'll be sharing that. Uh, we'll be with the Raiders. I'll go see my boy Max Crosby. We're going to be at the Raiders game. Uh, we got a lot of little things. I got some business to handle with some slapdick cigars out there. So I'll be out there for a while. Maybe on Monday, if I'm not back here, I'll do the show live, maybe with my boy Pat Perez from Vegas. So we'll be at the MGM chilling. Don't stalk me. Um, I'm going to have a bunch of security around me, and I'm just going to tell them to choke fuck the first person that walks up on me. So go ahead. I'm just playing. I don't keep security, dog. I'm too real for security, and I love my fans. I love my haters. I love my fans, and I got hands. So if you want to roll up and talk shit, you're going to get fucking knocked out. It don't matter, and I don't need security for that. So anyway, uh, I'll be in Vegas. Shout out. Uh, I hate Vegas, by the way. 
I cannot, I don't like Vegas. I never have liked Vegas. I stay away from Vegas as much as humanly possible. It's the devil's den in all areas and assets and aspects. I don't mess with Vegas, but I do go on occasion uh, to do some things. And uh, I got to be honest, San Diego, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Nashville, uh, of course, around here where I'm at. But Vegas is probably top two or three where I get bombarded with great fans, great fans. I have no issue. I love you guys. Uh, I get bombarded by fans in Vegas for some reason, probably because people from all over coming to Vegas. Maybe that's probably what it is, I'm assuming. Um, but I can't walk many places in Vegas. So I'm going to stay out the way um, and I'll be chilling with my boy, Pat Perez, who just won the live golf tournament. So shout out to my boy, Pat, DJ, and all those guys. We'll be out there having some business with the Raider game Sunday. And we're going to be, I think, at the Post Malone concert which I don't, I don't even know who the fuck he is, really. Uh, we'll be hanging with him backstage as well. Uh, I, I don't even know who he is. So, so I know he's the guy with the tats on his face, right? I stay out the mix. I stay out the game with this rap game shit and all this other shit. I don't know what he does, if he's a rapper or what he does. But we'll chill with him. Pat knows him. We'll hang out. So that's my weekend headed coming ahead. Uh so I'm going to give you two two good days uh, today and tomorrow. we got a couple guests coming on tomorrow. We have one today. He has to come on tomorrow, so I'll tell you who it is tomorrow, bro. Uh, yeah, I need to come out to New Jersey, man. I need to come out to New Jersey and see Jermaine, Hector. I do need to do that. I do need to do that. Um, just Kobe should be looking, rolling over in his grave, R.I.P., the Lakers are absolutely atrocious. They are absolutely atrocious. Um, I don't know why the Lakers are so bad. I just can't understand it. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, I don't really get it, but it is what it is. Um, so, why are they so bad? I mean, you got LeBron James, you got Anthony Davis. Like, we can all say that we know they're soft, old, whatever. Um, but TikTok, bullying and harassment just, just suspended me. <laughs> I, how is that bullying and harassment talking about Kobe rolling over in his grave? Dog, you got to be shitting me. How y'all feel about the Twitter thing? I'm confused. I don't know nothing about it. Uh, I told you guys I'm not really excited about it. What is the deal with Twitter? Um, really? Are people really paying $8? So so how, how do you do? I, I'm confused on this Twitter thing because I'm tripping on TikTok suspending me for anything I say. You can't fart in the wind on TikTok. And if they smell it, you're fucking gone. So anyway... Um, I don't understand the Twitter thing. Please explain the Twitter deal to me. I don't understand it. Um, I see a lot of people paying eight bucks, but for what? What does that do? Is it, didn't I come on this show? But what does JB know? I swear to God, I said, if I ever was the owner of Twitter, I'd make everybody verified. Did I not say that shit? Didn't I say that on this show? I swear to you, I came on this show and said, you know what? I'm going to verify everybody, but I'm going to put you through the ringer. 
we are going to guarantee we know you're verified. And if you're not, then you know that that motherfucker is a bot or a fake. Did I not say that? I swear to God, this billionaire cat is pretty much using that model, but he's charging your ass $8. <laughs> uh, I'm tripping, dog. I'm tripping. He could, you could, you can make longer videos, and that's what it is. Hmm. So it'll tell you if you're a public. So I have to pay eight dollars, or I'm already verified because I'm already verified. I'm confused. So if verified people are already verified, you just stay, or you got to pay too. That's crazy. Yeah, but I thought, so I'm confused on this Elon Musk character, right? I think he's a fucking weirdo. I got to be honest with you. Um, I, I see him I, I see him firing back shots at everybody because he's Big Dick Willie right now. He runs a show. And I, I could see, I could see me cussing this cat out and being uh, being shut down. <laughs> he, he took Rappaport and Michael Rappaport down. He's taking motherfuckers off. He's suspended. This is what I don't get, dog. All right. I got to be real. If you're going to bark and bite all at the same time, and you got this big dick Willie style attitude, and you're going to come in here barking and biting and charging motherfuckers and doing all this. From what I've read, everything I've seen, I had to look this cat up. I read that he was all about free speech. I read he was taking Twitter over for free speech, right? So why are you deleting cats' accounts? Because they told you you're a fucking idiot. I'm confused, dog. I'm confused here, dog. What's going on? I thought you were Big Bad Willie and talking that free speech shit, homie. I'm confused. You said it was about free speech. That's why you're buying Twitter. I'm confused, dog. What's cracking? And now you're cutting cats off and shutting down their Twitters because they don't like you and tell you you're full of shit. That's what's called freedom of speech, homie. That's why you bought Twitter, you just said. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm lost, dog. I'm confused as a motherfucker. I'm really, really lost. Um, I'm very, very lost, dog. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. They, I'm not. I'm probably not gonna pay me a dime. I'm just gonna be honest. So if I just get deleted one day, so be it, dog. I, I don't know. Like maybe my life will be better without it. I don't know. I don't know if I'm into paying for who, to prove to who I am. I've already proved to who I am my whole entire motherfucking life. And if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. So I think it's time to create a new app. I, I have a feeling this is the time for all the app makers out there to come holler at me. And we need to make a slapdick fucking social media app. We need to call it the realest of the real or or hate me now, love me later. I don't know, dog. We need to come up with an app and have a real app 
that you can't censor. Have, real cats can come on there, but it's all real cats. Ain't no bots. Ain't no fake accounts, dog. I'm going to make you verified for who you fucking are because you're going to prove to me who you are. So I'm just telling you, let's do that. Come on. Help. Somebody that knows how to make apps, holler at me. Let's get an app cracking. Um, this is the time. Packers got a wide receiver, an undrafted kid. They signed out of nowhere. So let me get this right. I'm going to get this right. Um, man, it's a great day to have a great day. Uh, appreciate everybody joining in. Yeah, I know. I know he fired everybody too, right? He fired everybody too. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, he's, it's a trip. It's a trip. Um, yeah, no, don't ever trust priests and politicians. Don't ever trust politicians. Elon's not a politician coach. He's a, yeah, he is. He's a politician, homeboy. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. You are who you hang with. Best believe it. If you don't think he needs politicians to do what he does, you're out of your fucking mind. You are who you hang with. I just truly believe that shit. And they are what they hang with. And they're fo somebody's follower, the leader. Somebody's following the fucking leader here. Uh, here's an update on what the Raiders got in this whole Devontae Adams trade. I want to go through this chronological order. I got a lot of shit to get into this morning. It's going to be a hell of a little show here. I got uh, to talk to you about this, though, because this made me laugh like a motherfucker. First of all, the Raiders got Devontae Adams. Okay? The Raiders got Devontae Adams. All right. Maurice Drayton. Remember him? Remember Maurice Drayton? Tyler Lancaster. And then. That's it. <laughs> that's who the Raiders got. And no one thought that that those three cats. Devontae Adams, Maurice Drayton, Tyler Lancaster would absolutely be the demise of the fucking Packers. Because wait until you hear what the Packers got. The Packers got a 2022 first round pick. They got a 2022 second round pick. They got Rich Basaccia. They got Rich Basaccia, who was the fucking interim head coach for the Raiders. Special teams guy. They fucking got rid of him, who was doing a great job, I thought, in, in Vegas. And they got Dallin Levitt, Keyshawn Nixon, good kid out from out here in L.A. They got Jonathan Abram just the other day off of waivers. If you don't know, that's who they got. And they basically got a DM from Darren Waller. They got a DM from Waller, homie, to tickle their nuts. The Packers got fucked. The Packers got absolutely fucked. And they're throwing in Jonathan Abram into this. <laughs> and they're going to say they got him from the Raiders in the Devontae Adams trade. Holy shit, dog. The Packers got fucked. I'm being real. Packers got fucked. I don't know what's going on with this Russell Wilson and this wristband drama. I don't know if you've heard that. Pete Carroll took a shot at him, apparently, um, about because he wouldn't wear a wristband. He came out and said he would wear a wristband, and he doesn't. He don't need a wristband, and blah, blah, blah. So 
Very interesting. I don't know what's going on, but I like how Pete Carroll takes shots at him because everyone else is taking shots at Russell Wilson. So I'm confused as fuck how how this how all this shit's going down. Um, yeah, it didn't take Abram long, but uh, shit. Yeah, please do hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I see we got a new member, a couple members. I appreciate you guys. Uh, Lamar Jackson passes Steve Young in the all-time rushing yards lead, leader uh, at fifth all-time. Uh, Lamar is going to probably break the all-time record one day, right? Uh, he is currently 1,800 yards shy of Michael Vick. That will be broken pretty quickly, I assume. Uh, speaking of the Packers, this Devondre Campbell rips the NFL over turf uh, after Rashawn Gary's season-ending ACL injury. So now the union is asking for all turf to be replaced with grass. If you haven't seen that, um, it looks like we're going to be headed to grass because, again, uh, we're you know, I hate turf. I don't like it. I do like some turf, and it's very manageable for coaches. Now you're going to spend a lot of fucking money on the grass maintenance. But it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. A town in Kentucky called Butler, Kentucky, had a tie at 55-55 on the mayor's race uh, this past week. The law called for a coin flip to decide the winner. And Mason Taylor called heads and won the election. Have you guys heard about that shit? Have you heard about that shit? That's a real thing. Have you heard about this? Butler, Kentucky. You backwood fucking Kentucky fucks. You guys make your own fucking laws up back there, dog. We had a fucking mayor flip a coin to win the race because it was tied 55-55. Going into overtime, we flipped the coin and fucking Mayor Mason uh or mason taylor called heads and won the election (laughs) oh dog are we this fucked up in america i swear are we they should have just lined it up dog board drill board drill right here let's go head up uh see that's the thing if you make me president i'm gonna do board drills with politicians in ties like this if we got a tie we're gonna go head up fucking board drill these two cats would have went board drill and whoever won the board drill is the mayor of fucking butler kentucky oh my god dog we we are fucking just i think we're flipping coins every day in the oval office to see what the fuck we do every day Heads. Shit. Call Russia. Call Russia, Jill. Fuck tails. Get the get a new dog, Jill. We need a new dog in the White House. Ours died. <laughs> I love how you're just flipping coins every day. Tell California no on betting. Tell California, no way we can pass betting. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. I heard everybody, everybody I know bet yes for betting. And it came out and said, California, 80% no, 20% yes. Bullshit. I know too many motherfuckers, dog, that voted yes. Don't tell me 
only voted yes in California to have betting. There's no fucking way. You can say whatever you want to say about California. You motherfuckers all know us out here. There's no way with the money that's out here, number two or three in the whole fucking world economy-wise, you can't tell me that these motherfuckers don't want to bet. Come on down, dog. I don't know a motherfucking person that voted no. And it came out 80-20, you lost. Like, come on, dog, you're slapping cats in the face with these lies and bullshit. And you wonder why I don't vote? That's why I don't vote. Because it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Now the fucking lottery, the lottery's rigged, it looks like. Dog, I've been seeing all kind of shit. The fucking lottery looks like it's rigged now. Dog, we are fucking a joke. We are a mockery and a joke. We're flipping coins for, to see who the mayor is. Fuck, let me get in there. Can I flip a coin? We're flipping coins. Here's Biden again yesterday. Heads, fuck. Hey, Jim Irsay, what's going on? Hey, Jeff Saturday, head coach. All right, later. Hello? Hey, Coach Biden. Hey, this is uh, Jeff Saturday. I appreciate you giving me the job here with the Colts. Hey, no problem. Uh, Friday, Saturday? No, Jeff Saturday. Oh, Friday, Saturday. Okay, congratulations. Later. Homie. <laughs> this motherfucker couldn't even probably say Jeff Saturday, number one. Number two, Jeff Saturday's like, thanks for giving me the job. We're flipping coins around this motherfucker, huh? Flipping coins, dog. Shit. Let me flip a coin. Make me the fucking head coach for the Colts. Fuck it. Um, I'm going to go see the Raiders this Sunday. I'm going to chill with them. I'm going to relax, chill. My boy Pat Perez, my boy, man, takes care of me, man. I got to go see my my boy kick it for a while. Um, I got to ask something. I'm going to talk to... McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, and I'm going to say, dude, where's my car at? That is the number one fucking thing I'm going to ask you. Dude, where's my fucking car? Where is my car at, homie? Oh, my God, this is the best fucking picture I've ever seen. I just said I had to bust it out, dog. I have to dust. I'm keeping it in the show. It is going to be in the show. I can pop it up anytime I want. That is the greatest fucking graphic. I got to use it. Dude, everybody's wondering where the motherfucker's at. Devontae sure is asking where he's at. I know McDaniels is asking where that motherfucker's at. Where is my car at? Because we don't know. We don't know where the motherfucker's at. I've been saying, and I told you, stop fucking asking me. Coach, what's wrong with the Raiders? Coach, why the Raiders don't win? Coach, what's wrong with the Raiders? <laughs> They're fucking horrible. That's what's wrong with them. God damn. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to break down my defensive player of the year. Uh, I want to get into the NFL. Like, is Are these the only four that you would put on there? Right now, I think these are the best four, right? But who else is in there? There's a couple guys in there that are uh, – that are very, very interesting that we can 
that's not on there that I would like to discuss. We're going to talk about that when Matt gets on the show. But are those the leading four guys, in your opinion? Um, and who else would you throw in there? Who else would you throw on that list if you wanted to say, let's say, six guys? Who are the other two? I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, but I think those four are the, the leading four candidates right now. So we'll see. Conference USA signs a deal with ESPN and CBS. Uh, Josh Allen, they say, is day-to-day. I think he's fucked up. I hope not, but I think he is. As you as you know, the Packers claim Jonathan Abram off waivers. Uh, the Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, is in concussion protocol. Uh, didn't know he got a concussion, so he's probably fucking done for the year. Um, LeBron exits in a loss last night. I got to talk about this fucking LeBron thing, dog, because I got to really – I got to talk about this shit because – with eight minutes left, I think they were down like 10 points only or eight points. They might have been down eight with two minutes left. And the motherfuckers removed himself. Um, he removed himself from the game. I don't know if you saw that. He, 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 he removed himself. And then... Uh, and... He walked off and sat there. And I'm just like, dog... Do you ever do you think Kobe or Jordan or Bird or any of those dudes would have removed themselves from the game? Like people love LeBron. Like I don't have no problem with LeBron besides some of the shit, but he's not the goat. Like he's not even top to me. He's not even top five. He's a skilled. He's a freak of nature athlete who has really no skill set. Tell me a skill set that he has that is elite. Is he the best dribbler ever? No, not even fucking close. He can't even dribble. He's not the best dribbler on his team. Is he the best shooter ever? No. Is he the best rebounder ever? No. Is he the winningest guy ever? No. He may be the losingest guy ever for guys that go to the finals. Um, Is he the most clutch guy ever? No. Like, what? has he done that's great besides playing a long time and he does i think he does make teams better he won a title already in la dog he won in cleveland i I, you can't knock him for those things but i'm confused as to what he is the best at because in my opinion you have to be the best at something to consider yourself the goat like magic might be the greatest passer of all time. We can argue he's the greatest passer of all time, okay? He is a 6'9 point guard who created passes out of his ass that no one else can simulate or emulate or imitate. No one has been able to match that. So we're going to say Magic's the best of all time. So automatically, I could put Magic in the discussion as one of the greatest basketball players of all time because he's the best at something. Okay, Larry Bird. Larry Bird, probably the greatest shooter of all time. We can debate him, Steph Curry now that you want to debate these this soft generation, Clay Thompson. We could talk these guys. But there's still Reggie Miller out there and Ray Allen, and there's a lot of other fucking guys out there too, like Glenn Rice and fucking, uh, you know, Steph Curry's daddy. Um, there's a lot of cats that no one wants to talk about. Bernard King. A lot of you guys don't even know who the fuck that is. But anyway... We're not going to even get into that. So Larry Bird, in my opinion, deserves consideration to be in the discussion because he's the greatest at something. 
Okay. Um, okay, let's keep going. Kobe. Kobe, the greatest clutch shooter of all time in the in the clutch when the game's on the line. Kobe's the best of all time. He's probably the number, he's probably the best two guard on ball defender we've ever seen in our generation as as well. Or not even a generation of all time. Okay. So I think Kobe's the greatest scorer of all time, in my opinion, too. I think Kobe can score anytime he wanted to. I think Kobe would score fucking 80 points a game right now. That's just my opinion. I think Michael Jordan's on record saying it. I think Scottie Pippen's on record saying it. I think Magic Johnson's on record saying it. That Kobe Bryant is the greatest scorer of all time, and he's the single most clutch performer in clutch time that we've ever seen. So Kobe deserves to be in the conversation. Okay? Throwing that out there. I'll look to the chat here in a minute. Let me go on my rant here. Because I'm sure LeBron is the best. Okay. So then defensively speaking, is he the best defender of all time? No. Probably Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen. Throw Kobe back in there. Throw Michael Jordan in that mix. Throw Joe Dumars in there for guard play. Um, I mean, Michael Cooper. People don't want to. You probably don't even know. See, that's the problem. See, I'm breaking down all these facts and knowledge about these generations from one generation to the other. Um, Draymond Green cannot be held. It can't hold Dennis Rodman's fucking left nutsack, by the way. But I'm just throwing these things out there because I've seen both. I've been in both. I've been in multiple generations of people. I've seen multiple generations of hoop and basketball, multiple generations of football. You guys in the chat, a lot of you that are talking shit. I, I, I haven't even looked at the chat yet, by the way. You guys have only lived in one generation, and then you want to talk shit as if you know both. At least have some humility and say, let me go look up who this guy is, because I don't even know who fucking Dennis Rodman is. Let me go pull him up and see him, and then he come back, and then come back and say, coach, I don't believe he could play today. Okay, at least you watched him, though. You motherfuckers don't even know who these guys are. (laughs) And then you want to tell me, hell no, Steph Curry's the best ever. (laughs) Because you never saw Larry Bird. (laughs) That's... It's fucking asinine to me. It's ignorant at its finest. A motherfucker that's never been one place, but is going to tell you and argue that uh, with a person that's been to both. I, it fucking blows my mind, dog. It really blows my mind. Um, Joe, you grew up in the 70s, then you should know better, dog. You should know better. Like, let's be honest. You should know better. Um. I, I just got to, I'm going to keep going down the list though. Like, so we're clear though. LeBron came out of high school and played in the NBA. We're, we are understanding of that, right? I just want to be clear with you. Kareem wasted four years of college and still is the all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Make sure we're clear with that. Make sure you understand that. Make sure you know he's got a four-year jump on that, man. I want to be clear. I want to make sure you understand that, plus less games, plus less games. I want to be sure you all take these things into accountability since you know so much about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. To me, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the single most underrated fucking basketball player of all time and does not get enough credit for what he did. He never lost a high school basketball game. He lost one college basketball game. He won fucking four national titles. He won how many NBA titles? I don't even know. How many NBA MVPs? I don't even know. He's a leading scorer of all time. He's done so much in the in basketball And I think he goes so underrated because of some of you fucks who never know who he was, don't know who Cream is, 
really slapped the game in the face for not understanding that this dude was unfucking believable, regardless of what you think. I don't like Kareem. He said some shit about Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he stood with Muhammad Ali. I don't like Kareem. What the fuck does that have to do with his skyhook and dominance in the NBA? I, I, please tell me. That is the rationale of some of you fucks. I don't like Kobe because they said he, he fucked a girl in the asshole. And she she filed a she filed a, a charge on him and he beat it, but he still did it because I, I I know all things. Cause I know dogs go woof and cats go meow. <laughs> Dog, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think he raped anyone, number one. Number two, I think he fucked the girl in the asshole. And she didn't like it at the end of the day and got clowned because two days later she was at a party with Shaquille O'Neal and a bunch of NBA players in Vegas. I know for a fact. So obviously she wasn't too fucking demolished by it. And then all of a sudden you want to come after him for the for the charge. But guess what? Let's say we know he didn't rape her. He he beat that case. We know that didn't happen. Uh, he fucked a girl in the ass. And you guys are mad about it. Okay, let's let's go back. Let's time out. If he fucked the girl in the ass. What does it have to do with him hitting 19 game winners at the fucking buzzer? What does it have to do with him being one of the top five? In my opinion, he's the best, but let's say top five basketball players of all fucking time. Does him fucking the girl in the ass in Colorado have anything to do with what he's doing on the court? No. You need to separate yourself from what he does off the court to on the court because you know damn well you're not his fucking homeboy. He don't give a fuck about you. You do not really know him besides what you see in the media. So shut the fuck up. Stop falling for every fucking thing. Be an independent thinker, will you, people? Fuck. No, I don't believe so at all. I don't believe the players are better now. You know what I think they are? I think they're more athletic. That doesn't mean they're better. See, that's the difference between you guys. You don't understand the difference between better and athletic. Now, quarterbacks, the most athletic quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. They're fucking the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. So please separate yourself from understanding what an athlete is and what a skill set is. Because LeBron James' skill set is absolutely fucking horrible. Let's break down some players. I'm just going to go off the top of the hoof here. Draymond Green, tell me how great of a fucking skilled basketball player he is. Please, tell me. I, I want to know. Draymond Green has no left hand, no jump shot, can't make a free throw. What does Draymond Green do that puts him as a better player than what we saw growing up in my is he better than Anthony Mason? Let's just talk about Anthony fucking Mason. A mid-level exemption guy who was a lefty who, in my opinion, would take off Draymond Green's face, eat it, put it back on his face backwards, and score on Draymond Green anytime he wanted. This is Anthony Mason I'm talking about. I don't know why I said Anthony Mason because I saw a name Mason and it just popped up. Anthony Mason, I believe, would absolutely dominate Draymond Green. Anthony Mason, homie, a mid-level exemption guy back in the day who played with Larry Johnson and, and Augman and fucking uh, Alonzo Mourning and, and, and Charles Oakley and, and, and Ewing. He was on those teams. That Knicks team would absolutely fucking destroy Golden State. 
and they didn't even win the title. They didn't even win the title. Jordan said it to this day. That team was, we had to get through that Knicks team because they were so fucking nasty and physical. And Patrick Ewing's presence and Oakley and all them guys defending, oh, they would have destroyed this Golden State team. All you guys think this Golden State team is so fucking great because you never saw those teams. You never saw those teams. They would have fucking destroyed these teams. I'm just telling you straight out. That fucking Knicks team would have absolutely destroyed the last fucking couple years of Golden State's teams. I'm just telling you. Nobody talks about it in mainstream media. I have ne- I've never heard anyone say that. Have you? Have you heard anyone say that? Those Knicks teams would have fucking destroyed this team. <laughs> I don't understand why people... Then you want to compare Golden State to the Bulls. Who beat the Knicks team? <laughs> like, homie, you got to be shitting me. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Um, like, that's my point. And, I, and we can go on and on and on, like, about the skill set. Like, the skill set today is atrocious. Nobody has a left hand. Nobody can hit a mid-level fucking jumper. Everybody wants to shoot a three. Nobody can make free throws. Nobody's clutch enough. Nobody can play 82 games. How the fuck are you going to beat the Knicks and you don't even play 82 games? Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, okay, Mamon. Gordon Mamon. That's why your name is Mamon. (sighs) My goodness. Again, why do I sound crazy? Felix Pereira, Pereira, whatever your name is, tell me, why do I sound crazy? You sound crazy, but I don't know why, Coach. I, I, you, you, you brought up too many points for me to really dive into. I don't know why, but you just sound crazy because I know nothing. <laughs> tell me why I sound crazy. I love the dick writer that comes in. You sound crazy. And then that's it. He goes on to the next topic. But I'm sitting here breaking down why. And you're sitting there, uh, you sound crazy. Let me, let, me, let me tweet this out. Coach JB, you crazy as fuck. Sit down, get off the lawn. Cool. Why? Why am I crazy? You don't know. Because you don't know shit, Sherlock's fucking homeboy. You know fucking nothing, and you can't debate me. All you can say is, you sound crazy. <laughs> Holy shit. How does it take? How does it feel waking up? knowing that my balls are in your jaws every single second of the day and you're waiting to tweet something at me because you absolutely just yearn to fucking come on my show and ride my dick. How bad does that feel or taste or smell or what? what is it? <laughs> I'm fucking curious. I'd be damned if I wake up and just to tweet at a motherfucker and talk shit. Coach Brown don't know shit. Let me tweet. Tweet. Boom. Why, homie? Tell me why. Tell me why. They have KD, Curry, Clay, and a very good basketball team. Or, oh, and a very good team basketball. Holy fuck. Now, see, this is why I don't debate you motherfuckers, man. That is your debate? They have KD? Oh, shit, homie. Oh, man. Please, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop, dog. Please. Felix, I like you too. I'm just kidding. I don't know you. Um, 
You sound very, very ignorant, son, youngster, sir, whatever age you fall under. Uh, get on Google, homie. Get on Google. Grit some fucking facts. Come holler, Come back and holler at me. Um, Tiger Woods is going to play in the Hero World Challenge. I don't really give a fuck. I'm all live, dog. I'm all that live. I'm about that live life. Motherfucker won $16 million last week. I'm all about live. Edmonton Oilers forward is likely to miss three to four months after a skate blade sliced his wrist open. I don't know if you guys saw that. They had to rush him to the hospital. Jeremiah in here. Jeremiah knows more about this shit than I do. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, he slit, slit the motherfucker's whole wrist open. Um, Aubrey Chambers, dog. That's what it is. That's what they do. They, they they go they go to they go to Dubai in the offseason because you know why Aubrey Chambers homie because you motherfuckers paid these cats too early you gave them the bag without them ever bringing any product any results to the fucking forefront they haven't re- earned any results they've done nothing and we paid them like they've done something that's why they're fucking hurt that's why we have seven hundred injured NFL players right now. 700 dog 700 nfl players 65 nfl players got hurt last weekend and got put out the game 65 players the fucking packers had nine guys go down nine guys go down you know what they're having soft tissue issues more than we've ever seen because they don't lift weights but fucking soft look at their bodies now their bodies are fucking horrible Tell me this. Why we got so many hamstring injuries? You know why? Because our core, our abs, our core, our hamstrings, our quads are all fucking weak as ever. Because we don't we don't run, we don't lift. I'm watching the Lakers last night before I shut it off in the first half when they were fucking getting demolished already. LeBron James asked to come out the game because he was winded as fuck. I'm watching Kawhi Leonard. He's been off a year and a half, homie. He still ain't playing. Still ain't playing. Kawhi Leonard may very well be the softest motherfucker. He's right there with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and these other motherfuckers. AD. I don't know who's worse. Kyrie or AD. I mean, AD or Kawhi Leonard. Who would you fucking have to take? They told you you only have one. You have to take one of these two motherfuckers in your starting five. Who would you take? AD or Kawhi Leonard? It goes back to Derek Carr and fucking Kyler Murray. If you had a gun in my fucking head... I don't know, dog, because I'm at one of the motherfuckers I'm asking, dude, where's my fucking car at? Because we don't know where Derek Carr's at. And the other other way, I'm, I'm asking a mental midget to fucking read a slight side adjust and a blitz pickup. Fuck no. I don't know who I'm taking. I don't know who I'm taking. But if I had to take one of those motherfuckers, shit, right now it's, uh, it's so bad I have to say AD because he's playing at least right now. And that's fucking crazy because he could go down tomorrow. <clears throat> God damn, dog. It's 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 really, really bad. It's really, really bad uh, to see these gats making this money and not giving back to the fans. And I just got to I, I equate it to this where none of you guys talk about it. It blows my mind how you guys allow it instead of coach it. And I'm talking about the fans. I'm talking about the fan bases out there who allow this to continue to happen and not coach it. I'm being serious. I'm I'm being serious, all right? <clears throat> so 
first of all, Kawhi grew up in Compton. I knew his daddy. He got shot and killed. Soft is far from what the family is. I'll tell you right now. AD's family is a whole nother ballgame. So don't don't ever put soft with Cali in your mouth again because you sound like a dumb fuck. So everyone knows you don't come here. So what happens when you motherfucking rappers come to Cali? I think you get smoked and robbed, don't you? I think you do. And I think everyone knows that. And I think you motherfuckers that never been here stay out of here for a reason because you know you'll get drugged through the mud. So don't even come up with the bullshit and talking that soft shit in Cali, bro, because this ain't it. <laughs> we drag you through the mud here, bro. And this is where it all began. So just go Google that shit real quick. Now, Kawhi Leonard's daddy's a motherfucking rider. And I just know for a fact he moved out to Riverside later in life, went to high school out in the IE. So mentally and physically and all those things, yeah, you might. He could be soft as shit. He's a different generation than his daddy, though. And all kids, all kids everywhere is soft. California to Texas to Florida to Michigan. I don't give a fuck. Everyone's soft now. But don't get it twisted. Our generation right here in Cali. We're a little different. We'll knock your block off, homeboy. Come on through and find out if you want to. But uh, you can keep talking on Twitter and act like you know, but you don't know. That's the problem. You guys don't fucking realize and you don't understand. And that's to understand. It, 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 you have to understand shit before you talk. It, people don't grasp that concept. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I don't understand how you can't. Oh, this motherfucker. Malik Henry soft. <laughs> well, keep going. What other California cats you want to bring? Can you tell me what state you're from so I can bring up all the guys in your group? <laughs> Please. Where are you guys from, Mike Green? Tell me where you're from. Oh. Um, blows my mind. Ken McGee, I do know what he was doing at the gas station, uh, car wash gas station. So, but what does that have to do with soft? I'm trying, I'm confused. I'm confused on that. Um, and everyone, yeah, people get drugged through the mud in any hood, any borough, any city. I don't give a fuck where you go. If you don't know what you're doing, you get your head knocked off. I don't give a fuck what you say. But at the end of the day, um, I think it's all about the numbers at the end of the day, right? I think it has, it has to do with the numbers. Wichita, Kansas, fuck. I love Wichita. I love, I love Wichita. You compare Wichita, Kansas to fucking California, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking piss on myself. Stop, please. Um, I don't know. I don't even know where we were. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> we got to get to, <clears throat> I know he was, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Um, we got to get to <clears throat> this Louisville men's basketball team lost to Bellarmine 67, 66 in the season opener. <clears throat> um, Louisville continues to fucking lose basketball games in the beginning of seasons. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, they're very bad. Very, very bad. Uh, it's crazy for all that 
money that they bought kids with. Um, Orlando Magic rookie uh, Banchero leads the rookie of the year uh, running right now in the NBA. That dude's balling. I pick him on my draft, on my fantasy every day on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, Banchero is a bucket waiting to happen. Um, I know who I won't pick, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I know I won't pick Kyrie Irving. I won't pick Kyrie Irving in my DFS because he can't even fucking play and show up. Um, I got to show you this real quick. I want to break this down to you real quick, all right? Let's break this down. Kyrie Irving, chronological order, okay? I want to break this down real fast. He walks off the court after losing to the Warriors in 2017 after they won a title. <clears throat> they won a title, which he hit the shot in. He's famous for that title. He's famous for that shot. Uh, 2018, he demands a trade, goes to the Celtics, and then misses and gets hurt. He doesn't even show up, and really he's hurt the rest of the season. 2019, Celtics favored to win, makes some comments about some players on his team, and, and basically they're like, fuck you. Kimba Walker and those other guys are like, fuck you. And then they trade for it. They end up trading him from get Kimba Walker, and then they end up saying, okay, the Celtics are actually better off without you. And then basically the team says, fuck you. And he demands a trade to the Nets. He gets to the Nets. He goes to the the nineteen twenty season. He gets in there. The bubble. He he refuses to go to the bubble entirely. Fucks that team off. The Nets were actually better without Kyrie and fucking KD. If you really look at it. And then you go to twenty twenty one. He's back. He takes multiple leaves of absence. Then they can't rely on him. They trade for James Harden. He won't take the shot. And complete drama plays out. He can only play in home games. All right. So we're chronologically ordering this cat up. And then 2022 Nets. Okay, your favorite to win it all. He now makes a Twitter comment and is suspended, gets his coach fired, and we still expect him to ball. And you still defend this motherfucker is what's crazy to me. I don't give a fuck about what he tweeted. I don't care. If I was a fan, and this is where I'm going back to what I was saying earlier, you guys are allowing it instead of coaching it. Because you have the power, fan. Just imagine, put this into perspective. Me and uh, Brian Case. Me and Brian Case, we're fans. We're living in the 80s and 90s, and we want to go see the Nets and Kyrie and KD. We show up. There's no cell phone coverage. There's no Instagram. There's no Twitter. We don't know who's playing tonight. All we know is we spent $400 for our family of four to go to the Nets game and watch them play against the Celtics, okay? And let's say they play the Clippers. Man, we want to see Kawhi Leonard play. So we're going to go to this game, pay $400. We get to the game. Guess what? No Kyrie shows up. He can't play tonight. Ben Simmons don't show up. He's not going to play tonight. Kawhi Leonard's going to sit out load management. But you don't know this back in the day, right? Because there's no way of knowing these things. You wasted $400. You don't get to see any of the best players you wanted to go see. Take your kid to see. They're all sitting in street clothes or even not even at the game at all. And then you go home demoralized, pissed off, making you spent $400 of your hard-earned fucking steel mill money, and these guys don't fucking participate. All right? Now, fast forward to now. That's what's happening now. You know about it based on your Twitter and fucking Instagram knowledge and technologically fucking advancements that we've made, right? You know about this now that he's not playing. You still continue to support. It makes no sense. Stop fucking supporting it 
and maybe you'll see a change. You guys are paying these motherfuckers' salaries, dog. You guys are paying their salaries. So stop paying their salaries. Stop going to the games. You know who's playing who's not. Come on, man. But see, none of you want to put that in perspective. None of you want to put that in perspective. Because see, I would have fucking... See, my daddy would have took me to a Laker game and LeBron and, and fucking AD is not in the game. They're play, they're not even hurt either. They're just load managing. I'm telling you right now, the, there would have been a problem. We would have had a fucking problem, Houston. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. He would have spent four or $500 Staples Center or, or Lakers for him back then. Would have been even more than that even back then. We would have had a problem. My dad would have went up to that. He would have fought through to the fucking bench, dog. And the security was way lighter then than it is fucking now. Because we don't got to worry about a bunch of crazy fucks rocking around in places anymore. Like, we didn't have to worry about it back then. We caught hands, fair ones, talk shit. There was no motherfucker pulling out a pistol, running away, and then putting it on Instagram, motherfucker. We didn't live in that life. Uh, I don't know. That's Kyrie in a nutshell right there to me. But fuck it. What do I know? Um, it's fucking unbelievable to me, man. It's really, really fucking crazy. Um, here we go, though. I want to talk about Derek Carr. I'm going to go get me a coffee, take a piss, come back for the second hour. Matt McChesney will join me. I got to break this Derek Carr thing down. Dude, where is my fucking car at? Where's my car? Uh, let's talk about it um, with my main girl, Heidi. We'll see. But anyway... Do you take Lamar over Derek Carr right now? That's a tough call. Um, like, no. like I don't know if I do because I don't know if he's going to get the ball to Devontae Adams and, and, and Hunter Renfro any more than Derek Carr's getting it to him. I like the his like you said, his freak of nature aspect about him, but I think uh, between those two, I think I would keep Carr just based okay. on what the offense is and based on you know, things like you see yesterday, I think the thing that I do like about Lamar is the the depth that he has when he throws the football. But like you said, there's some accuracy concerns. I think what Derek Carr has been working on, especially since talking with Kurt Warner last year about it, was getting the ball into tighter windows. Um, that's taking those chances, uh, getting them up in between those spaces that are hard to make throws that you got to be able to throw a 50, 50 ball, those kinds of things. And I think if you have to push one of the two of them to, to make those throws, I'd put uh, Derek Carr to be able to do it more so than Lamar. Although Lamar, I mean, there's so much to like about Lamar Jackson. I think, you know, development wise, it, he had somebody maybe like a guru that could work with him. Like, I mean, no disrespect to John Harbaugh and what he does, but I think like you look at, um, Josh McDaniels and the offensive mind that he has and the Super Bowls that he's won and that kind of uh, work that he put in with Tom Brady over the years that he was with him. You know, I think that if he was working with Lamar Jackson, he definitely um, helped level him up, so to speak. <laughs> I think, though, there's I think there's so much that Lamar is capable of. Oh, man. I, I just don't know right now with the, what I see out of the Raiders and their offensive plan that you would bring in Lamar. But I, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's going to have a ton of success with the Ravens, and I think they have a great thing working with them. But if you want to bring him into the, the Raiders where you have solid running backs, I think that's part of why they have so many design runs is they just haven't had that running back in Baltimore 
that's been able to do it for him lately. Um, and so you have to kind of get Lamar to use his legs a lot more. But yeah, I mean, ah, oh, I, I, I would love, I would love to see it. it you right, know, no, it, let me you ask this. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. He's young. Yes, he is, he has changed. His <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I think his mechanics has changed for the better. He's having a great bounce back year. I wasn't a fan. This year has kind of made me look at him a little more. I still think yeah. he's inconsistent, but I think the Eagles go as far as he goes. Would you take a young Jalen Hurts right now with this Raiders outside resources at wideout? Yes, I would. I, I just I like what I've seen out of Jalen Hurts. I think he could make him. Uh, work with whatever you put out there scheme-wise. I think he's got right now, you know, when you look at um, his wide receivers, he's had Smith who hasn't really been the model of consistency, but I would love to see what he would look like with somebody like Devontae Adams uh, with that connection. All right, all right, all right. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Appreciate all you guys joining me on this Thirsty Thursday. I had to take a piss, give me a little water, take a get some coffee. Uh, <clears throat> Cole Knight, do you know who that woman is? Cole Knight, do you know who the woman is before you talk? I'm just, just tell me who it is. I want to make sure. Tell me who it is first. See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers accuse and assume and presume before you know. This lady who doesn't know nothing covers the Raiders every day, live, in the field, in the locker room. She is the sole fucking Raiders coverage analyst. She knows more than you know. (laughs) She knows way more than fuck you do, dumb fuck. So shut the fuck up. And what has Lamar won, by the way? He's a winner. What has he won? Tell me real quick. What has she won? Just curious. What has she won? So, um... Troy Taylor knows so much, too. Troy Taylor talks a lot of shit, too. So she doesn't cover the Raiders, Troy, right? No, she doesn't. Crazy how I see her at the at practice every day. It's crazy how she don't cover the Raiders. It's unbelievable. Some of these motherfuckers are just dick writers. It's so... It's unbelievable to me, dog, that you couldn't do what she does, and then you want to hate on her. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, we're talking the divisional titles now. Oh, divisional titles win is a winner now. You so you're a winner if you win a divisional title, huh? <laughs> Holy shit, homie! That's not a winner, dog. He hasn't won a fucking meaningful playoff game yet. How is he a winner? What the fuck has he won? Come on, man. I, I didn't think you were disrespecting the lady. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't understand why you're so mad about Lamar Jackson. It's not hate, homie. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. Uh, 
I didn't say she was the sole insider, you dumb fuck. Troy Taylor, dick rider. I didn't say she was the sole insider. I said she covers the fucking Raiders every day. She's a lead analyst. If I said sole, I misspoke. She's a lead analyst for the Raiders. She's at practice every day. The fuck are you talking about? Holy shit. Some of you motherfuckers just talk. Yeah, I agree. Um, Let's get into uh, some things here. Five and three Chargers will take a trip to play the four and four 49ers battle of California. Once again, the Chargers have the ninth ranked offense in yards per game with 364. 13th in scoring at 23 points. My point, my I want I want to skip all these stats. Are are the Chargers absolutely destroying Justin Herbert's future? That's my question. That's my real question. Uh nah, I'm not I'm not uh I'm not seriously uh gonna watch hard knocks on me. But I'm telling you right now though, uh, Lucy brought it up. Uh, I should probably do some reaction videos on Hard Knocks now. I forgot they were even filming. I didn't even know they were doing Hard Knocks in Arizona. I forgot all. I didn't even know about that shit. Um, I might be doing some hard, fucking. I, I might have to do some of that shit, dog. I might have to do some of that. I might have to watch some reaction videos. Um, Cold Nine, become a member, dog. You can come on the show. That's why you pay a dollar ninety nine. Uh. Well, that's that's not it's not saying a lot, dog. Derek Carr is not very fucking good. So Lamar better be better than Derek Carr. But at the end of the day, uh, he's not a, as good of a passer. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I think Herbert's being fucked over right now because they got this young analytic fucking coach who knows nothing about quarterback play he's a defensive-minded kid who's learned up watching his you know watching other guys like dominate and and play and and I, I just don't know if this guy is really really uh if he's the guy he's not the guy I just don't understand what's happening I don't get it I do not understand what's happening um before I forget, though, I want to show you the intro and the outro videos to Last Chance Q. If you haven't watched Last Chance Q, you would have saw it. You would have saw it if you watched it. But if you haven't watched it, uh, I want to show you something for Sean real quick. These are our intro and outro videos for Last Chance Q. The second install airs today. Can't be more excited. Me and Sean are going to kill it. Here's the intro. I'm back. Let's go. Welcome to Last Chance Q with myself, Coach JB and Sean Salisbury. We will not talk over the amateur or under the expert. It's not only the X's and O's, but it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And it's not just quarterbacks. We got all the positions teaching, coaching, laughing, and joking. We're using football terminology so we can get through this faster than we... We don't want to use these long terms 
Coach, we don't we got quick verbiage to get to the point. Last chance cute with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. by DV Sport, by the way, the world premiere video editing NFL. So if you see the referees that walk into the instant replay thing, you see DV Sport right there. You see it on my screen. That's who it is. I know the owner real well. He's a good dude. I was the only Juco in America that had DV Sport. Uh, I have it at home, and that is the NFL film that we show. So uh, so tonight is the uh, – and the outro is fire, too. The outro video is fire, too. I don't want to waste your time and show you the outro. But I – the thing is, uh, the second install is today. Um, so that'll be airing tonight uh, on YouTube. And uh, we do a lot, man. We, we we do production meeting on that show. Hey, Sean Salisbury's been at ESPN for fucking 12 years. He knows what he's doing. We meet actually on it pretty thoroughly. We go through it. We script it. We actually do some things. And then everything we do, though, we do not tell each other the answers to the questions we come up with. So... You do not know what you're going to get when we go live because we don't know. We just get up. We bring up the topics that we're going to go with and then we ad lib a few things in there. But it is a uh, it's going to be the it's going to be the it's going to be the real deal. Um, so hopefully you guys become a member of our Patreon because you can go in there and get videos, uploads, PowerPoints, documentation, how to interview, how to fucking recruit, how to uh, Fucking coach a quarterback, manuals, players' manuals, staff manuals, anything you want to get. If you just want to get drill tape, we'll have it all up there. We're going to start putting that all up there next week once we get the first week under the belt of the show. And then we'll take cut-ups and throw it up there. Um, Man, I appreciate everybody in here. Pound the like button, hit the subscribe, become a member. Uh, we talked about Jeff Saturday in full on Last Chance Q. Me and Sean Salisbury did, so I'm not going to dive into Jeff Saturday anymore. We've talked about Jeff Saturday enough. Uh, me and Matt we talk about it every day as well. Uh, you know, I, you know, I like, I like, Matt, I like Jeff Saturday's, uh, you know, press conference yesterday. He came out. Um, he came out yesterday, and and uh, and you know. Um, He came out yesterday and, you know, um, and came out and made a nice statement. I like what he came out and said. I do. I like what he came out and said. But, you know, um, let me see. Hold up. I like what he said. I like his confidence. I like that he's like, fuck you. Basically, I played in this league 14 years. I played with a lot of Hall of Famers. I know what the fuck I'm doing. And if I fell, I fell. Uh, but after eight weeks, you can say I fell. I don't care. I'll go back to ESPN. But see, this is my issue. It's a double-edged sword here with Jeff Saturday. Uh, and I can't wait to bring this portion of Jeff Saturday up to Matt. The, the enabled portion of this... Um, the enabled portion of this is the enabled part of this is where I have a problem because see how how entitled does it sound to get up there and say 
if I fell, I fucking fell in eight weeks. I'll go back to ESPN. Duh, duh, duh. When motherfucking coaches get fired and don't know where they're going. They don't have any fucking idea what they're doing next. You have a luxury like no other. And I, 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 it's, a, it's a very interesting slippery slope because on one side of me says, okay, fuck dog, you know, you've earned it. You played, you're a Hall of Fame cult. You, you, I get it. But at the other side, you're entitled a little bit because Ursay loves you. It's all about who you know, not what you know. And Ursay loves you. He brought you in there. And then you have the luxury of going back to ESPN. On one side, you've earned that. You've earned that. On the other side is it's a little bit entitled to come out and say that to the folks that work every day at Walmart, work every day as a coach, work every day trying to be an NFL coach. And then once they make it, they get fired and they never coach again. They don't have the luxury to go to ESPN. They don't have that fallback. So that's the only issue I had with it because as a coach, you're looking at it like, okay, fucking Johnny at Alabama State gets fired. He ain't going to fucking ESPN, Jeff, Saturday. So, so keep your uh, your luxuries to yourself. Don't have to throw them around out there because all these young coaches are getting fucked every day. And that is the problem I had with the speech. But I like the confidence. I like what he's saying. I do. I would let my nuts hang too. There's no reason why. But for Ryan Clark to come out on ESPN, who is his colleague? See, that's what I told you guys, dog. What did I tell you the other day? Three types of motherfuckers tell the truth. Three types of dudes tell the truth. Drunk motherfuckers, kids, babies and kids, and motherfuckers that you tell the truth to. (laughs) Motherfuckers that don't like hearing the truth. They come out and tell the truth later. They come out and, and, and say, man, fuck JB. That motherfucker talked shit about me and woo, woo, woo. Either I'm drunk or he told me the truth, and now I'm coming out because I'm offended, dog. I'm offended that he told me the truth, and now I'm coming out speaking on it. Now I'm telling everything I know. Now I'm talking everything I know. Oh, man, go JB. That motherfucking man went to the titty bar one day, motherfucking dude. <laughs> now the motherfucker's dry snitching, right? Those are the three people that tell the truth. Period. So... The issue I have is Ryan Clark is now telling the truth. He's a bitch-made cat. Ryan Clark is one of the biggest bitches in the in the industry, homie. That's on real shit, real talk. And this motherfucker continues to talk shit about cats after they leave. Don't ever get – I never trip on getting stabbed in the back. I, get, I trip on who's stabbing me in the back. That's who I trip on. Um, cleanly shaven Matt McChesney. Um, he was having phone issues. Matt McChesney, he was he turned 41. Oh, that's your phone. What the fuck, man? That's better. I I can't hear shit. What a fucking piece of shit, dude. I'm glad I went and bought this new phone. What a fucking piece of shit. You hear me? Oh my God, bro. Fuck! <laughs> so look, why Matt figured his thing out. That's great TV right there. If Matt don't even figure it out, we got a great clip right there. 
I mean, I got a video right there. I'm going to clip out and I'm going to fucking post on social media today. Right there. Um, and I'm recording all this because I'm going to clip it. Even if you don't come back, I'm going to clip that one clip of you saying, fuck, and I'm put on Twitter and it's going to blow up. Um, Good morning. What's up, man? Uh, how are you, brother? And I'm good. I'm talking about Ryan Clark and how much of a bitch he is. And uh, what Ryan Clark do? Oh, he came out and just talked shit about Ryan Sa- uh, Jeff Saturday. And and, and and listen, this is the thing I got. This is my issue. Uh, I told I told the chat here a minute ago. There's three types of people that tell the truth in the world: uh, drunks, kids, babies, yeah. and kids. They always tell the truth. And then the motherfucker that got his feelings hurt by you. So. They become a dry snitch, right? Matt McChesney told me I wasn't shit six years ago, and then we went to a titty bar, and he fucking rubbed the bitch's clit. And you know what? Now now you want to tell on me because Matt McChesney told you that you can't get your hips down and strike a motherfucker in the chest plates, and you can't get hip to hip, and you can't get to fucking depth. You can't get to de-tackle the linebacker depth. Now you're going to dry snitch six years later and talk shit. What do you call it, dry snitching? Yeah, it's dry snitching now is what the truth is. So I dig that, dry snitching. I like that. Hey, so so Ryan Clark's on ESPN sets with, with Jeff Saturday all the time. He's been there the whole time. And this is my problem with Ryan Clark. You know, Both me and friends and shit, right? Me and Marcellus Wiley's had it out with Ryan Clark before. Me and Ryan me and Ryan Clark have a little bit of history. So we don't need to dive into all that. Uh, but this is the thing. Don't come out now after you were your boy. He was your boy. And you both played in the NFL and both are reputable guys, right? You both have have respect in the business. Ryan Clark was a hitter. He could bang you in the safety spot. Jeff Saturday was an undrafted one. Might be one of the top ten centers of all time, maybe, if you really want to break it down. I, I agree. I mean, that would be a, a good list to look at, but I don't know why he wouldn't be on that list. Exactly. And and and, and so, so I'm like, okay. So he gets the job. It's no slight. And I know I don't know why we're still talking about Jeff Saturday on Thursday. But me and me and me and Sean Salisbury said it said it best. It's no slight or knock. I don't believe Matt McChesney's gonna knock Jeff Saturday for taking the job either. I'm not slighting him for taking the job. I'm slapping the, I think it's a slap in the profession's face. I don't think it's a fault of Jeff Saturday. He's taking the job because he was offered it, just like any of us would probably fucking do. So my my thing is this though, Matt, like if I work with you, Matt, every day on this show and we blow this thing up and we're on this show and fucking next year this time we're fucking on ESPN or some affiliate and we're like, uh, I almost laughed so hard when I said ESPN because I know they'll never hire us. But Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, I was trying to be straight. We're way, we're way too good for ESPN, dog. They don't want us. No shit. So I would love to go on ESPN and choke fuck Ryan Clark one day live on TV. Or the Ocho brothers. So, so, oh, fuck. So, anyway, um, I, I, I'm just like, now Jeff Saturday gets it, and now you want to throw him under the bus and blame Jeff Saturday for being white? He got the job because it's racist now? Like, hold up, Ryan Clark, homie. Like, I know ESPN pushes this banter on everybody about this race card shit, but let's keep it 100. First of all, you don't want the fucking job. You know, nobody on that staff wants the job. And there's and and what does it have to do with color? Uh, why would you bash this dude who's your homeboy and your colleague? It's like it's like if you bash, would you? So that tells me right now, Matt, 
You're going to bash Dan Orlovsky, too. And that's your boy, too. You're going to bash Dan Orlovsky if he takes a job, too. Ryan Clark, to me, is just the epitome of a fuckboy. And it blows my mind that a lot of cats like this motherfucker. Look, bro, I just, I, I've been doing this a long time. You're, you're from Compton. I mean, that's a, you're the minority where you are from, correct? Yes, and I can yes. talk all the shit I want. Nobody's going to say it is. shit. So, I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I grew up on a 90-acre ranch in Boulder County where there's maybe eight black dudes in the entire fucking state when I was growing up. But you play now, that, 99% of black-owned uh, teams, so. That, that all said, I, I'm, I think you would be hard-pressed if you got 50 of your boys from the area you live in, white or black, that you played with. Okay, we'll just say 25 and 25. And I got 50 of the guys I played with, 25 white dudes, 25 black dudes. And all 102 of us sat down, me, you, and those 100 guys. And we started talking about the race card in football. I can almost guarantee you to a man that everyone would say the media overblows this shit, is not as crucial as you think it is. Is there racism and bigotry in the, in the world? Of course there is. We're not fucking naive. I'm just saying that the media stokes it, the NFL stokes it, because it, it divides us rather than unites us. And football is supposed to be a uniting game. There's two ways to look at this. Number one, Ryan Clark, you're just trying to get clicks, and you don't really believe in what you're saying, or that's the way you thought the entire time, which makes you even worse, because that means that you're essentially stabbing your homeboy in the back the whole time you're telling him you love him. And the minute he gets something that you don't, you didn't get, like, fuck him, I didn't get the job, so he's a piece of shit now. Or Jeff Saturday could have looked at this and said, there's two ways. I really put a lot of thought into this last night. Number one, I wouldn't, I would have at least asked this question, why me? Why, why not Fox? Why not Gus Bradley? Why not Reggie Wayne? Why not somebody else on the team that's been there? Um, but because I'm just coming off the street. So why me? And if I didn't see or hear a quality explanation from Ursay's crazy ass, I wouldn't even put myself in that position. So I, I don't think anybody would take that job. This is essentially like if the University of Colorado up the streets who's looking for a new head coach called me and said, we want you to be the head coach, bro, I, I don't know if I would take the job. I, I don't know if I'm qualified for that. I don't know if I can really help or if it's just a PR move. And I'm I'm just worried that this is just a big PR jerk-off. And in that regard, then shame on Jim Irsay for creating this entire fucking problem. So, I mean, I, I just, I, I feel like it's at some point, I wish that one of these guys on national TV that has this platform would just go against the grain and look at the people on ESPN and look at the people through the TV and go, this is all just media-driven bullshit. We've been talking about this for fucking years now. There is not that much division in between people. Like, if you put people together, generally most people are pretty good and want to help each other regardless of race or creed or sexual orientation. That said, there's fucking, there's outliers everywhere and pieces of shit in, in every community of people. There's black racists, there's Mexican racists, there's Hispanic racists, there's Jewish racist guys, there's white racist assholes. It's just the way it is. So 
we need to – football needs to be a united front. Guys need to come together. That's why I love the locker room so much because it's truly a melting pot, bro. And Ryan Clark coming out and saying what he's saying and this narrative that Saturday got the job because he's a white guy, well, then, oh, okay. Okay. So what about Jim Caldwell and Tony Dungy then? Because they Tony Dungy is the best coach in, in maybe Colts history with the exception of, like, Shula maybe. And – He's an African-American coach. Jim Caldwell was an African-American coach. I mean, what what are we fucking talking about? Let me let me ask you this, not to cut you off, though. This is what I don't get. This is why the, the short we're so short-sighted uh, in America right now. So, Ryan, my thing is this. We can get together anywhere. I can go in any hood. Any I can go to Colorado on a ranch. I can go to Compton. I can go to Burroughs in New York. I can go to fucking Houston. I don't care where I go. Michigan, Detroit. I can sit down with anybody in a barbershop and they're going to real recognize, real recognize real. They're going to be like, damn, Coach JB, what up, dog? Woo. Now, Netflix helped, obviously. I think everyone knows who I am. I think cats, you know, say, okay, fuck JB. We know JB where he's from. Cut well, uh, not, not to cut you off, but have you seen the movie Den of Thieves? No. All right, you need to watch it. it it's it's made, it's like, uh, it's set in Compton in LA. It's about bank robbers. And there's a very like there's a I love one of the lines in the in the movie where, you know, you got like these cops that are kind of gangsterish, and then you got a bunch of gangsters over here robbing banks and shit. And like the ga- the gangsters are like three white dudes, three black dudes, and a bunch of polys. Looks like a football team. And the cops are two white dudes, four black dudes, and three polys, and a couple Mexican dudes. Looks like a football team to me. And like there's a line in the movie where they say they're talking about respect between guys right and they say well there's only two or three things on the street that gets you that pass prison sports military so if you if you're if you're a a, 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 you know a dude out here in the streets and you have respect from everyone well it's probably because you were initiated in one of those three things because those are true melting pots prison's a melting pot sports Especially football is a massive melting pot. And the military is a massive melting pot where you can't look, you don't just look at race and color. Everybody's got to come together. Now in prison, of course, there's clicky gangs, but the, you, you get my point. Like that's that's one of the passes. The, the criminal is going to go, well, where'd you serve time to make sure you're on the level? Where the, the cop's going to say, okay, well, where did you serve in the military to make sure you're on the level? That, that's all people are trying to do is make sure that the person they're talking to is not full of shit. No, and no. then the, the media plays this fucking race card, bro, and it's I think it's played out. It's driving me nuts. But let me ask you something. Ryan Clark a few years ago came out, and this is what it is. Like I was, My point was I was making I could go anywhere in any, any neighborhood, any barbershop, chill, any coaching staff, any room, uh, no matter where it is, and we could chop it up about whatever. And You're a chameleon. Chameleon. And Ryan Clark goes in, talks this shit about race all the time. And that's what ESPN does for the most part. It is what it is, right? And I got a lot of good friends on ESPN that are really close. I'm good with Dan Orlovsky. I'm good with Matt Barry. I'm good with Michael Collins. I'm good with Mark Jones. I'm good with all these dudes. So when I'm when I when I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm like, well, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Why is nobody calling this guy out? Why is no other brother calling this brother out when he comes out on ESPN three years ago and said that Coach Lynn needs to be fired immediately for at the Chargers. Yep. 
Okay. But the day before, you were advocating for the fact that we don't have enough black coaches in the NFL. Now, hold the fuck up, homie. Is this not an oxymoron, hypocritical-ass fucking statement if I've ever seen one by a black man trying to get a black man fired for whatever reason, but yet we don't have enough black coaches? That makes a lot of fucking sense. It, it doesn't make any sense. Why has anybody came out and said, hey, Mar- hey, hey, dog, we don't have black coaches. You just said it, homie. Why do you want him to be fired? Why are you using your platform to get Coach Anthony Lynn fired now? Like, Nobody came out and said it but me. I went out on Twitter and called his bitch ass out. Me and him got into a big old thing, and, and it was over another thing, too, because he called out one of my buddies who coached in Louisiana, um, and, and he's a great high school coach, and, I, and so I, we, we got into it. But I'm like, dog, that's what we don't have, Matt. We don't have squares calling squares a square. We don't have circles calling circles a circle, and that's the problem. I don't give a fuck what color you are, Matt. I'm going to call you out, Matt. If you if you did some bullshit, I'm going to say that white motherfucker did some bullshit. Just like you're going to do to me. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, brown, poly. Dog, call it what it is, and I bet you America would be a better place. I, I agree. I agree. There's the. I think we should be more honest, not dodge the uncomfortable you know, situations. It's the only way things are going to change. That that said, I, I, I wonder what Ryan Clark would say if like Reggie Wayne was promoted to the job, you know, like would it still be a, would that be a stand and applaud because he's a black dude or would it be looked at as, well, he's never been a head coach before, but at least he's on the staff. I mean, I just, at what point are we just going to look at the culture blue and white? Maybe that's the color we should be focusing on. The Broncos are orange and blue. That's the colors we should be focused on. The chargers are, you know, powder blue and yellow. That's the coach. That's the colors we should be focused on. And I, I truly believe they keep stoking this because it never really got a ton of traction. They didn't see the divide in the locker room from players because there's not really a bunch of racist asshole rednecks, and there's not a bunch of, of of you know victim black guys that are sitting in the corner saying, "Poor me." That I don't. None of, none of my boys. That are black dudes think like that. None of them. They they don't like that fucking that uh you know crutch being thrown to them. That's not what they're about. They're not victims. So this entire situation, I just I wonder if it's ever gonna just change back to football, bro. Because this this bullshit is wearing me out. I, I I at some point, Matt, you have to look at it like, dude, this is just beyond. It's beyond. What we signed up for, right? Like, it's like they're try. It's like they do it to try and just get people in trouble for saying some shit. Like I don't even want to talk about it anymore because I'm going to say something that some asshole out here is going to misconstrue and use against me. When all I'm trying to do is like talk about the situation in the best way that I know. So it's almost impossible to like have an opinion these days because there's some Karen out there that's mad, or there's some fucking. You know, some super fucking sensitive leftist who can't get out of his own way. Everything is someone else's fault. Like, well, bro, it was election day the other day, and I'm I'm eager to see around the country the way things either change or don't. But, dude, we live in such a fucking weird world these days where facts aren't facts anymore and feelings outweigh, like, truth. And, I mean, people are, like, applauded for being lazy and... The, the the left was supposed to be this like side of acceptance and like you, you know 
they don't judge you. And I feel like they, they judge more than anybody. So it's, it's, it's crazy dog. It doesn't have anything to fucking do with football. I'll tell you that shit. I agree. I agree. Uh, well, this is what we are right now. See, there's this is a coin. It's a coin right here. See my coin in my hand? I'm going to flip it real quick. Oh, it's heads. You know what that meant last night? That decided the fucking mayor for a town called Butler, Kentucky. It was a tied race. 55 votes to 55, Matt. And they fucking flipped the coin. And Mayor Mason won. Yeah, he picked heads and got Yay. the pick. You got to be shitting me, dog. We, well, I wonder how many people are in that county and they only had 110 total votes in the yeah, entire I county. I did a little skit earlier and I was like, this is what we are. So Biden's in the Oval Office and he's like, <laughs> fucking head. Hey, Putin, call it off today. Cool. Later. <laughs> And you're you're not a voter, right? You don't vote, do you? Hey Jim Mercy, what's going on, brother? Hey, guess what? Jeff Saturday's your new head football coach. Congratulations. Take care. Boop. <laughs> this is uh President Biden. Hey uh, coach, this is Jeff Saturday. I appreciate you. Hey Friday, how you doing? No, 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 Jeff Saturday. Oh, Friday. <laughs> yeah, Friday. Hey, uh, Hey, man, congratulations. Do a hell of a job there. I know Good you job, don't- Jimmy Sunday. All right, go back to fucking ESPN. Take care now. Hey, Jill, give me the dog. I mean, goddamn, homie. Like, we're a fucking mockery, Jeff. We're a mockery, Matt. Like- Yeah, it's pretty funny. I, I mean, look, man, I, I just- on? I feel like we should take four years off. Like, just can we get a break from the president for four years and just kind of- Everybody just kind of take a deep breath and back up and let's reevaluate this a little bit. Like it's hey, getting Matt, a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so. how's the president? You, let's say you voted me, Matt. You're you're the fucking soul. You pick the president of the United States. You pick me. Jeff. Yep, you get to pick. You're oh man, pick you don't want me to pick the president. Matt, and you've already got a deal on the side. You're fucking picking me to be this goddamn president. All right, pick you. I'm the president. Here's the oh, thing. Oh God, that's what we're gonna do, Matt. <laughs> Hide the nuclear football immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this or yeah, I'm, I'm fucking. Locked. You are fucking somebody up. <laughs> hey, not only that, Matt. People better watch out. Like, oh, really? You said what? You're in where? Oh, yeah. you're you're five in o'clock in the morning. FBI. <laughs> oh, Butler, Butler County, Kentucky. Guess what? Boom, Butler County. You're off the fucking grid. Off the map. We just blew you up. As you flipped the coin, you flipped the fucking coin to become the mayor, motherfuckers. Hey, Stupid, let me ask you something. Let's get into some football. Tonight is the Amazon Prime's worst uh, event, uh, Thursday Night Football. It is an absolute fucking joke. I can't watch it. It's unbelievably hard to watch. It's pretty bad. I, I'm not going to lie. The commentary. Oh, dude. I, I Look, I love uh, Al Michaels. I, or Al Michaels. I love Al Michaels. He's me awesome. Too. He's legendary. But I don't. Just I don't dislike Kirk Kirk, Kirk Street on college games. I think he's incredible. Yeah, he has on to do college games, but he, he he's trying to like take the college yes like commentary to the NFL, doesn't and that work. cute shit doesn't work in the NFL commentary world. It doesn't work, and I and I listen the guys that are on the panel. I love Fitzpatrick and his seven kids and his two wives. I love them, right? And then I love I love I love Richard Sherman. That's, that's Rivers. <laughs> I love Richard, who I raised, and, and, and his fucking whole family in Compton, and and, and then you know, <coughs> God, I love that they allowed a brother 
to 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 show a mental breakdown and almost fucking you know kill his uncle or whatever and then he's back on stage right love it uh you know because people are gonna talk shit and, and you know he's a dude that almost broke down the door went to jail got out and now well, he's back on TV. every one of us every one of us has had something we regret doing that like i'm just gonna bring it up some asshole on twitter yesterday that you were beefing with was like takes a screenshot of all the shit in the past and posts it and i'm like look look first of all First of all, that's not even real shit, Matt. That someone said that in screen. I know, I know. That's my point. Like, it's all hearsay. Anything on the internet you see doesn't mean it's true or not. Like, people have past. It's what you do to get over it and learn from it that makes you a man or a victim. So, I agree. Sherman being on set, I guess, like, it makes me look at Amazon and be like, that's pretty cool. Most people wouldn't take that opportunity. And then you got, you got, you got Tony Gonzalez, who, who, who his brother, older brother, was my tight end in JUCO, and we played. Very each other. diverse group. Whitworth is good. I know, I know Tony, but you know, I, I love seeing Tony with fucking six layers of clothes on at seventy-five degrees. He got gloves on. I mean, why is he wearing gloves? Do weird shit. I mean, it is what it is, right? You got Whitworth out there. You got, you got fucking, you know, it, it's fucking atrocious. All right. And having said that, tonight's game may be the worst of all of them. It and might be the worst game, yeah. Might be the worst of all of them. They've had the worst Thursday night games. Like it, it was selected this way. But having said that, this game, my the title of this show actually was is Baker Mayfield cooked. Is Baker cooked? Uh, let me ask you this. I called him a bust. He's a bust. I called him a bust since he was drafted. I think he's been a bust. Uh, I know you have a little different thought. I think you like him sometimes. Uh, this is my thing. Can he redeem his career? Can he redeem himself? It's not going to happen in Carolina. I would bet dollars to dimes on that. But can he redeem himself? And uh, I don't think he can. I just think he's a bust. And once you're a bust, you're a bust. Um, what do you think? Uh, look, I, I thought it was a stretch when they picked him first. Um, but that's what Cleveland does. They stretch. You know, he had a good year there and took him to the divisional round, and he's the only quarterback in the last 30 years to get a playoff win. So that that's one good year out of whatever, four. Um, as the number one pick, fuck yeah, he's a bust at this point. That, that said, can he go somewhere and, like, start career part two? Yeah, he could. He could pull a Geno Smith and go somewhere and turn into a, a good starter for somebody depending on who it is, of course. I mean, it's, it's got to be a perfect fit for him. He, need, he probably needs to go the backup quarterback route of, you know, going somewhere and having quarterback rehab done to him, essentially. Um, I don't know, maybe a spot like New Orleans, maybe. or I mean, it's it's a pretty sticky situation with him. So, he uh, – that draft class, looking back on it now, was Mayfield, Darnold, Rosen – Lamar, and who was the fifth one? Uh, Donald Lamar. There was another. There was another big time quarterback in there that, that I can't remember the other one. Uh, but all three of those guys are are terrible. Donald can't play. Mayfield is a bust, and Rosen. That's laughable. I mean he he was just not a good pro quarterback. Lamar went last pick of the first round. Josh of that Allen. Draft. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's the other one. So Allen and Lamar are hits the other three are busts and that's usually how it works so this let me ask you this matt i think me and you both if we gave us truth serum we'd both say that we thought the the, the 
Broncos. I picked the Broncos and the Colts to play in the fucking AFC title game. So I'm going to be, I'm hiding on Twitter right now because all the know-it-alls know that they're coming after me because of my picks. So those are the two fucking first big misses I've ever had. I, I thought the Colts were going to host the AFC title game too. I'm not going to lie. All right. So having said that, are the Broncos and the Colts possibly two of the most, I guess, I guess I don't know how to say it. Have more people missed with their predictions on these two teams than ever before in the history of fucking? I mean, football? it's bad. It, that I I I looked at the Colts team and said, okay, they were literally a one win against lowly Jacksonville last year. For some reason, they can't beat Jacksonville and Jacksonville at all. And Carson Wentz, like if he plays even average, they win and go to the playoffs. Their defense is fucking elite. Their offensive line's elite. This is last year, by the way. Jonathan Taylor could be the MVP. Michael Pittman is a, is a dog. They got good receivers. They got dudes. They got pass rushers. You're sitting there going, okay, what don't they have? They got everything. They went and got Stephon Gilmore, who I Leonard. still think is a really good corner. Then it was right? So then this year happens, and they completely fall off a cliff. Their quarterback's benched. They're starting Sam Ellinger. Frank Wright's fired. Jeff Saturday's the intern. I mean, the Colts over here, are. this is super disappointing. The Broncos, dog, I, I thought the Broncos were for sure a playoff team. And I, I not only is it disappointing now, but there's a $100 million cap hit on Russell's contract next year. And honestly, bro, I think that this entire trade could cripple the Denver Broncos organization for the next 10 years. Like, really, really bad if they don't figure it out. And that sucks. That sucks. That ain't good. So, man, I, I don't – who's more disappointing? In the short term, I'm going to say the Colts just because I thought they had a really uh, – like a small window to go do something special. But just overall, the Broncos, that's got to be the most disappointing uh, trade from the Broncos' perspective and the fan perspective ever. Um from the Seahawks perspective, they're fucking doing jumping jacks, bro. They are partying. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to address the naysayer, the novice fan, all the people in the chat who are, who I continue to hear, um, say, Jeff Saturday's an O line guy. He's the problem. The O line's the problem. He's gonna fix the O line, and then they're gonna be fine. Time the fuck out. Number one. When you're in this coaching profession, Quarterback. Matt, Matt McChesney is an O-line guy, okay? That is how we classify coaches and players. Jeff Saturday's not an O-line guy. Jeff Saturday played O-line. He's not a fucking coach. He's never coached. So I just want to be clear here real quick. I want to be clear, okay? Understand something. He's not an O-line guy. And it's not going to take... Jeff Saturday to completely fix the fucking Colts O-line. In a week. Guys working in tandem and understanding every front, every step, what they have to do, and somewhere down the line that's been missed. You need a spring and a summer to fix this. It ain't gonna get fixed during fucking week nine. Well, it's just the quick fix mentality of, oh, well, Jeff Saturday played really well, so obviously he can come in here and coach really well. There's a lot of really good players who are shit coaches because they can't relate to the players at all, and they didn't. Re it didn't really take a lot for them to be great. They were just gifted that way. Now, 
Saturday's an undrafted free agent that had to really cut his teeth. He's undersized and played with leverage and really did a good job. He was a perfect fit for that Colts system back in the day. There's no way in hell he's just going to walk off the street, watch a couple of fucking films for three hours, and walk in and say, okay, O-line, this is how it's fixed. Ta-da, I'm super fixer guy. This isn't a fucking flex tape commercial, dude. Like, I, I just... The inability for people to think about this without their fan cap on is amazing to me. Like, no situation on earth does somebody just walk in and a fucking week later, everything's copacetic and working fine. And it was the other guy's fucking fault. That doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. So I, I appreciate him going in to do it. And I know he loves the Colts and he, he knows football and all that other shit. He knows how to lead men and all those things. But you don't know the scheme. You haven't been in the meetings. You're not really a coach for the team now. And now you're the head coach. And I, I don't know, man. I just think that this is kind of a, like a gimmick move by Ursay a little bit. And personally, I think Ursay's fucking drunk or high or something. He's making decisions with a little bit of help. <laughs> Did you see Jeff Saturday's uh, uh, press conference? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. It got me motivated. It got me fired up. I mean, look. I have no doubt that he can lead his team. I'm simply saying, like, if you wanted to hire him before the season as the head coach, I got no problem with that. I'll be it, yeah. I got no problem with that. You give him an offseason and a training camp, and he gets to pick his staff, and he gets to come in and do his thing, and blah, 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 blah. I'm cool with that shit. But just, like, not I, – I, this doesn't have anything to do with race, but not giving the job to Reggie Wayne or Fox or Gus Bradley after you fire Frank Reich and they're on staff just to bring in Saturday, That I don't know how that doesn't cause an internal rift. Even if they say it doesn't, and they're like, we're professionals, and we're going to overcome this. In the back of your mind, you're like, what the fuck is going on? How did this guy just come off the street and get the job? It's ridiculous. Let me ask you this take. I, I, I went off on a rant earlier in the show about it. No. I know, shocker. You? I'm sure I blocked or cussed someone out in the chat, too. Bro. Oh, you, you piece of shit, you. I know. Uh, I I have this take a lot of people don't want to bring up. Jeff Saturday's, the problem I didn't like about the press conference, I liked it, motivating. I, I, I liked that he let his nuts hang and said, basically, fuck all the people talking shit about the hire. If I don't make it, I don't make it. I failed, but at least I'm going to go out there and let my nuts hang and run. This. I do know what I know. 14-year vet. I've been around NFL legends. All that is fine and dandy, right? Facts. So the problem I have is when he said, okay, eight weeks goes by and I don't do it. Guess what? I'm back at ESPN. No harm, no foul. Well, <laughs> it's a slap in the profession when you say that to these young coaches out Fuck here. Yeah, it is. Fucking coaching in the world that don't have that opportunity to go back to fucking ESPN. They're fucking at Alabama State coaching fucking the equipment room. So like, yeah, there's no fallback for the guys that are going to just get fired and aren't famous. And, and, and the guys that grind in this profession that don't have the opportunity for a phone call by the fucking owner. Now, the other, the other side of it is, Matt, as you know, hey, you're a one percenter, dog. You earned that right. You fucking balled out for a franchise. You, are not, you, you earned everything you got. Now, having said that, though, I just wish you would have left that portion out because you don't know the coaching profession and all these cats out here grinding to get to where you actually are right now that was gifted to you. You didn't earn this spot, even though you were a player. We've had a lot of great fucking players that weren't fucking gifted a head football job in the NFL. 
Do, like, do you ever remember this happening since or like in the past? Terry was the closest one. And he got on with the Niners because was he gifted the job or what did he? He was the linebacker coach forever, wasn't he? Yeah, and it was his relationship with the owner, just like this is. And he was Mike Singletary, and fucking let's hire him. He was a, a natural disaster, as, as I knew he would. But, but he was on the staff. He didn't just come off the street to go coach. Yeah, I think he was coaching somewhere else before that even. Um, so, I, I don't know, bro. I just I feel like this entire situation is it's either going to end with a nuclear explosion and just be a disaster, or... It could, like, Saturday could be the coach there for 15 years and turn the fucking program around and they could roll. So, I, look, I would. I know that everybody's saying that the Raiders this week are a lock. Bro, I wouldn't put it past the Colts to go beat them. Like, it's just its storyline. The, the NFL loves that shit. They oh, play into it constantly. Huh? That's who they got? Yeah, Raiders and Colts play play oh, oh yeah i'm taking the colts all day i'm putting my money on the colts right well, now i'm saying like I, I wouldn't i wouldn't put it past the colts to go out there and play their balls off you know with their backs against the wall everybody doubting them the raiders they're already we know they're super immature as a team and can't handle it so yeah, they've man, been hearing all week that the colts that. are man, wall, over. One thing though dog about the raiders i gotta ask you one fucking thing about the raiders yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's all yeah. I gotta ask you. Where the it's, fuck's my car at? It's it's true. McDaniel's is McDaniel's is terrible. I don't think it's so much car as it is him. I don't know, dude. I, yeah, I, I watched car. I watched car last year leave that team and really, you know, take it upon himself to be the guy that took all the fucking blame and was, you know, it's me. It's I got to be better all the time. Took him to the playoffs. When they, they fired the intern coach and went with McDaniels, it was the beginning of the fucking end. And unfortunately, McDaniels knows this. His fall guy is his quarterback. The same thing he did in Denver to Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall, he will do to Carr and Renfro and Devontae Adams in Vegas. I, I would give it a year before they're all gone. Like I wouldn't doubt if Waller, Adams, and Carr, are all, and Jacobs, because we know he's not coming back. He only did his fifth-year option and said, fuck you. I wouldn't be surprised if all four of those guys are gone, uh, you know, by the beginning of next year, to be honest with you, even Devontae. I wouldn't be surprised in the offseason if they figure out a way to move him and say this was a mistake. Let me ask you this. Um, would you have... Would you have just said, fuck this, let's, let's ride this out uh, and keep Frank Reich and then yes. make and then do this later because this Absolutely, I would. Right? It's become a spectacle. Yeah. Right? I think he's going to look back hindsight 2020 saying I should have just kept Reich through the season and then I would I would have avoided. Because, Jeff, I mean, Matt, I'm going to be honest about Jeff. This is the issue I have. If Jeff goes in there and, and his NFL center – Matt McChesney or JB as a coach now, and that adrenaline gets going, and he goes in there and choke fucks uh, Reggie Wayne in a meeting, and he ends up saying, I am a fucking coach. Shut the fuck up, Reggie Wayne. And it's fucking filmed on camera because everyone's a bitch now and they want to film it. He may not even be able to go back to ESPN because now you're part of this cancel culture. I don't see – I see a lot of bad outweighing the good in this thing, and – Matt, as you know, how the fuck are you going to go in there half-stepping if you're going to really do this seriously? Like you just said in your little presser yesterday, if you're really going to do this thing seriously, then you're all in on this fucking thing. 
and be to be an all-in coach in the man's league and to take men and get them to fucking go from point A to point B, 22 of them at the same time, going in the same direction, whispering sweet nothing's probably not going to fucking work. So what the fuck's going to happen if somebody films that motherfucker and ESPN's like, well, you did this. You better have a fucking contract in place from Jim Irsay that says you're a lifetime employee for the Colts. So what, he's got a one-year deal? I don't even think it's a one-year deal. I think it's like a fucking... 10 games? I think it, yeah, I think it's a fucking 10-week deal. You yeah, this, is a, a this is a huge risk for Jeff, bro. He gave him a million dollars and fucking said, here, for a million dollars, would you come do this? I mean, at some point, you got to just separate the money from the opportunity here because it's it's such a unique thing. Like, this entire situation is extremely unique. So, I I know Saturday, deep down in his heart, has this blind loyalty to the Colts that I, you know, that's his team. He loves them. I respect that. I don't know if, I think that maybe he should have said, I'm probably not the best guy for this job. I'm not even on the staff. So maybe you should give it to somebody else that's there. And then in the offseason, we can talk about me being the head coach if that's the road you want to go down. That seems like the more mature adult way to handle this situation. Now, all that said, you know, maybe behind the scenes, the Ursay and, and Saturday have been talking about doing this for years. And they were just like, fuck it. This is the time to do it. And you're going to be the head coach. And if you can win a couple of games and make us respectable and we can finish the season, you know, seven and 10, eight, and nine, nine and eight, something like that, you know, eight, eight and one, um, you know, we'll retain you next year and we'll build around your ideology and what you're doing and we'll roll. And then, you know, you got to look at it and go, maybe this was a good idea. And I guarantee you then if it does work, the copycat league is going to go nuts and they're going to start just hiring dudes off the fucking street. I know. I know. Um, let me ask you this before you get out of here. Colt, uh, the Chargers, uh, they, they got the, the Niners Battle of California this weekend. Uh, both teams need a win like like no other. Uh, are the Chargers with Staley, this analytical fuck, uh, are they are they fucking Herbert's start to his career? Uh, are they really – can they – do you think they could be ruining him or do you think that's overrated and it's the NFL, you fucking play or you don't play? I don't give a fuck who you are. You're playing. Um because I've been hearing this on Twitter. Staley's ruining his career. And I'm like, well, I don't fucking think he's ruining his career because either way he was going to be playing for some fucking buddy. But, uh, you know, I think it's a little overblown, but I do not like to coach as a head coach. I think he's a fucking jack-off, but that's just me. Uh, but I don't know if he's ruining his career. Where's your take? Yeah, ruining his career is pretty strong. Uh, the kid literally just started his career, so... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think that it's even close to being ruined by any means. Um, again, that is just more, you, you know, overreaction by superfan. Um, that said, do I think he's the right guy to develop this kid and turn him into an all-pro? Fuck no, I don't. And he's, his time management's terrible. He doesn't know how to use timeouts. I, I'd imagine that he's, you know, he tries to relate to his players but tries too hard. Um Morgan Fox is one of their defensive linemen. I worked with him, been working with him forever. Uh, he he likes coach, but I don't foresee anybody actually saying that they don't uh, during the season when they're on the team. So I, I think that he's got an opportunity with a really good football team to go win some football games. And 
the more that they underachieve, the more the finger's going to get pointed at him, period. And it should. It's just the way it is, so. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, I don't know, man. Who, who are you taking tonight? Um, Shit, I'm just excited to see Carolina's well, new helmets. Well, <laughs> Falcons. Falcons it is. All right, brother. I'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Uh, Falcons it is because I picked heads, motherfuckers. I picked heads, dog. Uh, it is what it is. The reason Reggie wasn't considered Jarion Joy because he's never fucking coached either. This is his first year. And I guarantee you, Reggie Wayne didn't want the job. And he probably said, fuck you. I'm not taking these L's on my resume. So there is a lot of things to consider out there that you don't think about other than just black or white. He got hired because he's white. He didn't get hired because he's black. Miss me with all that shit. And the bottom line is, dog, get some black ownership then. Because all we can do is keep bitching about it, dog. But where are the LeBrons and the Jordans and the Oprah Winfrey's and the Tyler Perry's and the fucking... Where are they at? Where are you at, Rihanna, Jay-Z, Dr. Dre, Kanye West, motherfuckers? Go get an NFL team then. All we want to do is bitch, 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 but we don't want to do, 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 do. Dog, shut the fuck up then. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out, homie. If you're going to talk shit, then go do something about it. Change it. Now, you have the right to talk shit because you're an American. So you sh- you could talk shit. It is what it is. I don't think a lot of you. That's why you don't really see me out here saying m- much about politics other than w- there's got to be two better motherfuckers and two 80-year-old white dudes who are fucking creepy weirdo fucks running for American's president. I do come out and say that. Well, coach, you didn't vote. You can't say nothing. No, not really. I think it's bullshit. I can say what the fuck I want to say. And I don't need to vote to say what I fucking want to say. So miss me with the bullshit. Because how about you give me a motherfucker worth voting for? Maybe I'll fucking vote. So miss me with that shit. But you can come on Twitter and talk all the shit you want about me. And you don't know a fucking thing about me. But that's okay, right? But if you don't vote, don't speak. (laughs) Well, if you weren't on Netflix in fucking Independence, Kansas, don't comment, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. That shit sounds as dumb as I've ever fucking heard. Don't vote. Don't speak. Shut the fuck up. Give me a motherfucker worth voting for, motherfucker. Maybe I'll vote then. But I know you're all fucking criminal crook fuck, white-collar criminal motherfuckers. And I also know that since you want to talk so much shit about these motherfucking backwoods good old boy networks in the NFL not hiring a brother, guess what? Then go get the brothers to fucking buy a team. How about that? How about that? And then you can shut the fuck up. But see, all we want to do is bitch, 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 bitch. We never want to do, 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 do. That's the fucking problem. So, is what it is. Is what it is. No, it actually, you're you're right, Bruce Helms. It's not that easy. You know why? Because nobody wants to do the work. I didn't know anything that was worth fucking shit was easy. Bruce Helms, do you? 
Hey, how many, how many easy things have you accomplished in life, Bruce Helms? How many fucking lottery numbers was gifted to you? How many winning lottery number tickets? How many tickets were just, here, Bruce Helms, this is the winning lotto numbers, dog. Just play these numbers and you're going to win $1 billion tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, man. Miss me with the bullshit. Ain't nothing easy worth a shit. Come on, dog. It's supposed to be easy now, Bruce Helms? That's why mediocrity is your new fucking excellence, homeboy. That's why you think mediocrity is the fucking new excellence in 2022. Because y'all want everything fucking handed to you. Here it is. Here's the winning lotto numbers, dog. Take it, Bruce Helms. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. I didn't know shit was worth the shit that was easy. I've never, I've never earned a dollar that was easy. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be honest. Black financier Robert Smith tried to buy the Broncos and went to the Walmart family. Why did it go to the Walmart family, JM? Do you know? Was it because he was black or white? Or was it because the motherfucker at Walmart has a lot of more liquidity and a lot more fucking money? Money talks, homie. The Walton family's fucking, if you put them all together, they're the fucking richest people in the fucking world, homie. The daddy left each son and daughter, how many, 40 billion apiece? Each kid has at least $40 billion split up amongst what? Six people? Robert Smith couldn't match that shit. And then the liquidity on top of that is off the fucking rack, off the chain. So, Come on now. You're fucking right. They don't give a fuck about what color you are. If the motherfucker had the most money, they let him in. Now, the good old boy network may be like, ah, Jay-Z, I don't know. But let me tell you something. Jay-Z's worth a billion dollars. Rihanna's worth a billion dollars. Tyler Perry's worth a billion dollars. Robert Smith's worth, what, $5 billion at at the most? So put all that together, and you're still not as much. You don't have as much money as Jerry Jones. (laughs) that's what you don't understand these nfl owners are worth 10 to 30 billion or have the backing to equal that money in liquidity so don't tell me that these guys jay-z and them can buy a team they can't they can't even get in the conversation with these owners unless they got 10 to 30 billion dollars so if they come in and say i got a billion dollars man let's go KD don't have no money to go fuck with these dudes. LeBron don't have no money to go fuck with these dudes. These dudes are got $30 billion, man. The Waltons got hundreds of billions at their disposal. Or can make a fucking phone call and get another $100 billion. So that's what you don't get. You can't even understand it. You can't get into the conversation of buying an NFL team unless you even can get in the building with 10 to 30 billion. I mean, come on, man. You got to be voted in this thing too by these fucking rich white owners. So until you guys figure it out in America and some folks come together and say, okay, 
We need to get a couple. See, that's the problem. It ain't going to just be black guys coming in to buy the team. You need black, white, Hispanic, whoever the fuck has the money needs to come in as a venture and buy the fucking Redskins. So then it's a real business deal. It's not just a black and white thing. Like, I don't understand this whole fucking thing. I'm confused on this. We keep throwing it around, but nobody wants to really break down the truth. You can't get in there without the money, dog. I'm sorry. You're not going to get in the building. So unless you got the fucking building. Travis Roby, guess what? Colorado State, they don't work that way. Division ones don't operate that way. And it's not like everyone can go on Indeed and apply for the head coaching job at Colorado State. I uh, wish it was that easy. That's just not how it works, brother. Um, the Chargers are struggling. I'm, I'm curious to see how this thing unfolds with them. They play the Niners. We're going to see what happens with the Niners. Khalil Mack has seven tackles for loss, six sacks, two forced fumbles, and two forced fumble recoveries. He's doing a pretty decent job. But I'm curious to see who wins this matchup with California this weekend. Niners-Chargers game. Uh, very, very impactful game. Um, very, very impactful game. Curious to see how it unfolds. Um, curious to see this game tonight. I don't know who you guys are rocking with. Does it really fucking matter? I swear to God, I'm picking a, I'm picking a fucking flipping a coin. I'm just flipping a coin. Fuck it. Boom. Flipping a coin, who wins? I don't know. Fuck it. Hector, call him up. Call him up. Let's get it cracking. Tampa Bay plays Seattle in another fucking 6.30 a.m. game. So I got to wake up at 6 in the fucking morning, make me some breakfast, eggs, and fucking bacon, and watch this fucking game. Or I just don't bet on it and sleep through it. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm already up at four in the morning every single day. Now I got to get up on a fucking Sunday to watch a goddamn fucking NFL game at five in the morning because it's fucking played overseas. Goddamn. Like, goddamn. Oh, I love people that ask, why aren't you on Pat's show? What happened? Why did something have to happen? I'm fucking confused. Pat paid me a good amount of money last year to go on his show. This year, we were in discussions on going on the show. We talk all the time. We talk about it. I congratulated him last night. And there is no problem. Nothing happened, dog. He got fucking huge. He got big. And if he wants me to come on the show, he'll hit me up. Like, why, why is it that something happened? Like, we're boys. We talk. I talk to all them cats. I mean, like, I, I don't understand. What the fuck had to have happened? <laughs> Nothing happened. We both get blown up. I need to call on the show. Everyone wants me on the show. It's cool. I, I, I appreciate that. But he has a lot of fucking moving parts, and he has a lot of people on there now, and that's his, his fucking decision. I don't know what he mean. I, we have no issues, no, no beef. Nothing happened. I mean, goddamn. Always something has to happen. Like, I don't know if you realize, I wasn't part of PMS, homie. <laughs> I, I'm not a PMS boy. I just want to throw that out there. I'm JB. I was a guest on his show for 15 weeks or whatever. He paid me money. 
Good money for me to be on his show, bro. I love Pat to death. He helped me out and gave me money. What the fuck? What? Why am I gonna be? Why am I salty? I'm not fucking salty. I love Pat and what he does. He's a unicorn. He's ripping it up. I'm glad to see him doing well. Shit. What am I? Fuck Pat. He didn't bring me on. You're a fucking idiot. I don't give a fuck. I'll go on Pat's show tomorrow if he calls me. Like it is what it is. He's got a lot of shit going on. He has a great show. Shit. He just got pregnant. Great job. Uh, congratulations to that. I let him know that yesterday. I talked to AJ Hawk all the time. I talked to all them guys. Schultz. I talked to all the motherfuckers. So it is what it is. Um, I don't like getting up at six in the fucking morning to watch a football game on Sundays. I'm just being honest. Top 10 quarterback power rankings for college football. I'll get into some college football here. Uh, and then, uh, I'm going to get out of here a little early because me and me and uh, Sean's got to get ready for today's show. Last chance Q. Uh, second install. Can't wait for that. We got a lot to discuss and get into. Um, can't wait to. A lot of people are loving the uh, high school evaluation film breakdowns that we do. We grab five people's film. So if anyone out there listening needs their kids' films evaluated, shoot them. Shoot us a, a DM or an email at thecoachjbshow at gmail.com. We will evaluate your film every Tuesday and Thursday, and and we'll get to it. We randomly pick five films. So. We are doing it that way so we can really evaluate it honestly. And if you're not very good, we're going to let you know. We're going to give you some tips on what to get better on. We're also letting the coaches know how to evaluate film and what to look for and then how to grade it out. So that's kind of how we do it. Uh, so send us your film, thecoachjbshow at gmail.com or DM one of our, our uh, Twitters at uh, Sean Salisbury. I think it's unfiltered at Sean Unfiltered and then at the real coach underscore JB. Top 10 quarterback rankings for college football. Drake May came out as number one. Uh, Dino Orlovsky, uh, I'm trying to get on the show still, and he's still up, up for coming on the show, by the way. He has to get approved. He's approved to go on Pat's show right now because he's already got that approved last year. He, ESPN has to approve you to come on certain people's shows. Obviously, I'm a little bit controversial, so that's going to take a second. So he understands that, and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully get him on. Uh, me and Dan talk quite a bit on text, and uh, – I agree. He thinks that Drake May coming out next year will be the number one overall pick and that some teams in the NFL who have picks of quarterbacks should pass on them this year. He doesn't believe any quarterback in the draft this year is as good as Drake May or Caleb Williams. So it's interesting to hear Dan say that. I, I am starting to watch this Drake May kid more and more and more. His Statistically speaking, he is the Heisman Trophy winner. Statistically speaking, he is the tro Heisman Trophy winner. He won't get it because nobody knows who he is. He came on late, but his stats are dominating C.J. Strouds. They're dominating Max Dugan. They're dominating fucking Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is close on touchdown to pick ratio, uh, but, but this guy has 600 yards rushing. He's thrown for more yards, more touchdowns. He's dominating this thing. Um, but the top 10 power rankings for the quarterback, let me give them to you. Drake May, Hendon Hooker, Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, CJ Stroud, Max Dugan, Stetson Bennett, Jaden Daniels, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and Bryce Young. Bryce Young is not number 10. I don't know why they have him at number 10. That's fucking ludicrous. Caleb Williams probably is not coming out this year. I don't think he can. He got to be out three years. He's only been out two. I don't know if that's true or not, but I know he's staying from whatever thing I've heard. Drake May has to stay, so those two aren't coming out. Bo Nix can come out. 
CJ and Bryce Young are both. Uh, Bryce Young can come out because he redshirted. He played and played. So Bryce is probably coming out uh, as 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 we've all been talking about. Is he going to play another game for Alabama? Is what Zach Smith brought up. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, we'll see. We'll see with that. Um, we'll see how that works. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Jada Benz, what up? What up? Um, Jada, where you been at? Girl, I ain't seen you in a minute. Um, Got to get it cracking. Got to get it cracking. Um, see what happens. See what happens. Um, oh, shit. Oh, let's see. Trying to look. What up, Jada? Appreciate you. Hope all is well. I ain't seen you in a minute. Has anybody seen Josh Fale? I haven't seen him in a minute. Yeah, we go in the morning now, Jada, 6 to 9 a.m. on the West Coast. So we're up early birds, man. The show's getting big, though. That's what she said. So make sure you uh, come on in in the morning if you're just chilling at work or wearing that uh, that uh, Coach JB uh, onesie that you got. <laughs> hey, Jada got a, uh, got. She went on CoachJBStore.com and got her a bikini, and a, and a, and a, and, a, and, a, and she she got some you know figure to her. So it didn't quite fit her that well. So, you know, she has some woman parts that don't fit the fucking shit that we got selling on the on the site. So we got to upgrade a little bit. Um, so she couldn't send me a picture of that. So, you know, she may be walking around the house in it, though. And if you are, Jada, jump on the show. Show some love. Chill. We here in the morning. You cooking some eggs. Uh, chilling. Drop on in. We miss you. Um uh, that's what he said. Um, oh, yeah, Gorian. Man, Gorian's always in here. Shit. Cam Lowe, what up? Hey, Cam, I'll be in Vegas, dog, tomorrow. I'll be there for the for a lot of shit. I got a lot of shit going on in, in Vegas. I'll be there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll be at the Raider game Sunday. We'll be in a suite. I'll hit you up, dog, see if I can shoot you, uh, get you up in there with me. Um and then I'll be uh, some Post Malone shit. I don't know nothing about it. Uh, but I'll, I'm going to be there. So so hit me up. Uh, I'll hit you up. I'll hit you up and see what's up. Yeah, I haven't seen Josh, dog. Hope Josh is okay. Um, I haven't seen Josh in a minute. I haven't seen Josh in a minute. So, uh, yeah, I'll be in Vegas, dog. I got some slapstick cigar things going on. And then uh, got some other shit cracking at the MGM. So, I'll uh, be there with my boy, Pat Perez, live pro pro live golfer. I'll be with him and his family, his wife. Uh, we'll be there all weekend and uh, into the week, maybe. I'm, and if I am into the week, I'll probably be doing a show live from MGM with Pat. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what it is. Um, yes, man. Juco. I've already talked about Juco. It's imploding. Juco's not getting recruited no more. Come on, man. JUCO is not very good right now. Just across the landscape. California JUCO is very, very bad. Uh, Kansas JUCO is not nearly as good as it was. Um, JUCO is not very good right now. And it's because there is no more. The portal, everyone stays in the portal. Nobody's coming into JUCO. And you can't get the kids out of the portal. They'd rather just sit there 
and wait for the next big school to recruit them out of the portal. So 7,000 kids sitting in the portal. Uh, they're not going JUCO. JUCO used to be the portal. So it's not really that hard to understand once you say it like I just eloquently put it. And having said that, I've, I've talked about this thing 100 times on this show. So become a member. Hit the like button. Subscribe. And it's the best $1.99 you can spend. So become a member if you're not one. And you'll be able to get all this information. Um, what do I know, Brian Case? I said Alabama was going to end up faltering and floundering. And the portal was going to be the demise of Nick Saban. I think I've said that on this show very, very, very many times. I think I said a lot of things. But what do I know? I don't know. But what the fuck does JB know? I don't know, dog. I know I've said this these things, though. Um, and then it's funny. One motherfucker pull up. Do you still, do you still stand by your Colts prediction, Coach? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because I don't fucking renege. But can you tell me all the things that I've been right about, bitch fuck? That's what I thought. I love the fucking haters that just wait for one thing I say to fucking explode. Are you still... Are you still calling Russ a fucking MVP? No. But can you name all the million things I've gotten right? Motherfucker? Dick Ryder? Holy fuck, dog. I can't. That's a, that is my biggest pet peeve. If you're going to call me out and talk shit about one thing I got wrong, you better fucking commend me on all the things I got right. Because that's a real one. That's what I fucking do to you. Hey, dog. Man, he missed on that one. But, dog, that motherfucker was right about Tom Brady. He was fucking right about Lamar Jackson. Motherfucker was right about Kyler Murray. Motherfucker was right about Derek Carr. Motherfucker was right about Devontae Adams. Motherfucker was right about fucking the Bucks. Motherfucker was right about fucking this. He was right about the Lakers. He was right about fucking Cooper Cup. He was right about fucking Cooper Rush. He was right about fucking, like, come on, homie. What about all that shit? Motherfucker. How about, how about all that shit? You still, you still thinking the Colts are going to be... Shut the fuck up. You sound like a salty bitch boy that rides my nuts. Come on, man. But what do I know? Uh, Troy Langston, if you got my back, you become a member then. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Come on, dog. Shit. Touchdown! 15-yard penalty, homie. Can't say you got my back and not a member. That's an oxymoron. No, you don't have my back. You're not a fucking member. See, that's the problem I have, dog. I got these motherfuckers. Like, just so you're clear, your homies who you think are your homies and your your boys and your partners and your dogs, if they're not at your functions that you invite them to or just on GP, you better start thinking about if they're really your boys or not, homie. Let's just keep it 100. Let's just keep it real. Can't keep inviting motherfuckers and they don't show up and still call them your boys. Uh, I'm just keeping it real with you, dog. Motherfuckers always want to talk that real shit, but when it comes down to it, if they're your boys, they usually will ride or die with a motherfucker, when they, especially if they have a big function or if you have something that's going on or you invite a cat to a special function. And if they don't start, if they stop showing up, you better start evaluating who's in your circle. Because a lot of you motherfuckers still call folks your boys 
when they're out telling everyone else your business. Better fucking recognize, dog. I'm sorry that I'm a realist, but that's real shit. And any motherfucker that sits across from you with his legs crossed and is sitting there telling you everything about Jada, everything about TJ, everything about Greg, everything about Brian, everything about Gorian, everything about Bruce Helms, and then ask you, hey, man, how you doing? You better say, I'm fine. Get the fuck out of my motherfucking life now, motherfucker, because I know everything you just told me about them, you're going to tell them about me. And you're a fucking epitome of a bitch-made cat. Hey, Chase Davis, I got to be honest with you. Right now, there's 521 paying members. Shout out to you all. <laughs> Having said that, Chase, the number is 521. How do you think 521 people became members? Do you think that I fucking went in here and explained it detail by detail to all 521 of them, Chase? I'm just being honest with you, dog. I'm just teaching a little teachable moment right here that I love to do in here. So do you think every single one of them got lucky and got gifted a, a membership or somebody taught them how? Hey, Chase, if I said, hey, dog, I got the winning lotto numbers, all you got to do is figure out how to become a member. Would you do it? I bet you would. Because it's all about turning over rocks in this world in life. And there's a thing you got called fucking Google. And even YouTube, you might go pull it up. How do you become a member on YouTube? Have you ever heard of that? Maybe you could figure that shit out for yourself, dog. But I bet you there you're this young kid who wants everything handed to him, tells your mama what you will and won't eat, tells your mama when you will be home and what you won't do. And then, oh, man, teacher, I didn't turn homework in all year, but I need an A. And then the teacher, you expect the teacher to give you an A because you're an enabled fuck and you're lazy and you still Amazon packages on everyone's front door because you don't want to go work for a living and you want to bitch and cry and moan. How about you figure it out, motherfucker? How about you figure out how to become a fucking member, homie? Instead of fucking asking someone, go fucking get it done. I don't understand how you fucks operate every day. I do not get it. When the life cuts you off and this world shuts you down and your mama fucking takes her nipple out your mouth, how are you going to survive, Chase? How are you going to live, homie? Are you going to be able to go to the store and buy eggs? Or are you going to sit outside and panhandle for the motherfuckers? Go figure the shit out, homie. God damn. It's unfucking believable. How do you become a member? Can you send me the link? I don't know how to join. What do I do? Ah, well, 500 motherfuckers figured it out, homie. Go figure it out. God damn. Um, wait up. Give me a second. I don't know what that noise was. Hold on. We have to get to the point. And so let's coach it up, Sean. I want to coach you up real quick, and we're going to get to why buzzwords are important. So we're doing an angle tackle drill here, okay? So you understand there's four cones here. Yep. This running back right here, Sean, he has to try to score, but he can only make one cut and get vertical. Here's the cone. That's the touchdown. This cone right here is the touchdown. 
This guy on defense, Sean, has to take the air out. That means get to this side of the line of scrimmage as fast as possible, take the air out to avoid that one cut by the running back. So, for instance, we're buzzwording this, and I'm sitting there yelling, and here we go. We're going to blow the whistle, get to that damn cone. That is horrible. You're not taking the air out. Your eyes are down. You're not running your feet, which is another buzzword. Run your feet. Run your feet. Take the air out. Now you're coaching. You're coaching fast. You're getting terms through to your kids that they hear. Now it is becoming a through osmosis. I'm learning. Hey, all right, my bad. Hey, um, man, hey, it's always love, dog. It's always love. Hey, I got to get out of here. Uh, I got someone here to work on the house, man. I forgot, totally forgot about it. And then I got to get ready for Sean. Uh, Last Chance Q, second install, premieres today. Uh, you'll see it up later on. We'll go live. Uh, oh, man, much love to all you guys, especially you members who are out there. Go to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch, man, and be entered in the raffle to win some shit at the end of this deal. Uh, when the season ends, football season ends, coachjbstore.com. Check it out. Send me an email uh, at the coachjbshow at gmail.com. Send me your receipt, and we'll enter you into a raffle at the end of the at the end of the football season. Much love to you guys, man. Make sure you tune in tonight to the second install of Last Chance Q with Sean Salisbury. That show's about to blow the fuck up. Pound the like button on your way out of here. And uh, I appreciate you guys as always, man. And I apologize. I'll see you tomorrow for Fearless Friday. And all you guys in Vegas, look me up this weekend. I'll be in Vegas all weekend. chilling with my boy, Pat Perez. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. As usual, God willing. Peace. <laughs>